challenge for the win inside War Games. And Sami Zayn preventing the official from counting to three. Genius. So this is the No Sold Weekly Wrap. Here we are again. We're reviewing Survivor Series 2022. I'm joined by the East-West Connection. How are you guys feeling? Great. Feeling Usy, John Boy. Oosie. Oh, you're feeling Usy. You're feeling Usy nice. tonight, baby. Coming in hot. That, that's going to be on brand for this event because this event was very Usy. For mm-hmm. sure. We're going to talk all about Survivor Series 2022, the 36th <laughs> annual Survivor Series the WWE's presenting. And uh, I don't know, man. Frank, you mentioned, I think it was a recent Dynamite, but they were in Boston and you were telling me how Boston's terrible for wrestling. And um, I don't know. This crowd for me at times, not to jump ahead, but the crowd at uh, Survivor Series emanating from boston td garden pretty flat pretty pretty quiet yeah it's weird i don't know what it is with boston because you think of boston as a good sports town or whatever but for wrestling there i i feel like i've seen several shows where like wow this crowd is brutal and it ends up being boston and i, I have no idea why i would imagine it's like a new york crowd or a philadelphia crowd you know like in that same vein where like usually it's pretty decent but i don't know yeah. they're terrible they're terrible duke maybe they We'll get to it, but maybe they just didn't have enough to cheer for and get behind. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Awesome. It was pretty uh there was a lot going on at that series. It's <laughs> challenging at times. Uh before we get to the series, <clears throat> we gotta talk about uh last week's show. So we did we reviewed Survivor Series nineteen eighty seven, the inaugural, the very first ever. That was fun. I don't know if you got on Duke. I know you have fun all said and done. Frank, you enjoyed that, right? No. Yeah, I did. You know, I was surprised how much I enjoyed it. Cause I thought it was just going to be like a nonsense show. Kind of like how I look at like WrestleMania one, like as important as it is. It's like, it's not the greatest wrestling show of all time, but no, I ended up having more fun than I anticipated. So it was cool. Yeah, it was cool. So far we reviewed the first ever WrestleMania, the first ever survivor series. So we're going back in time a little bit. Um, but yeah, speaking of which, couple guys chimed in zern the usual the usual suspect our staggerly marshall mm-hmm. he checked in um he talked a little bit about i guess just the uh billy graham replacement i was wrong because i mentioned billy graham was going to replace ken patera but he was originally supposed to be in the place of don morocco so i stand corrected ah, on that I, see. I stand corrected there and um ed zaranowski gave a whole review with his ratings for the series and I'll skip to his overall rating, but he loves the show eight out of 10. Um, super specific though, with a lot of his reviews, if everyone wants to check out the comments, but I feel like um, he was on, he was kind of talking about Bam Bam, how he should have been a superstar right off of this match alone. Mm-hmm. And I remember we were all talking about it and uh, those tumble, tumble salts though, <laughs> just <laughs> popping at the tumble salts. <laughs> Everybody loves oh, so funny, and he Bam liked Bam the he liked the tag match the most, which I agree with. So you know, very cool. Yeah, Paul's boys in that one. Paul Roma, He's a big Paul Roma guy. <laughs> <laughs> Go figure that. 
Frank was a uh, who were you, Ron Bass? You popped for? Yeah, I did pop for Ron that's, Bass. Yeah, outlaw yeah. Ron Bass. Mm-hmm. That's fun. That's great. And uh, he, he is a. Talk- I'm watching uh, Mid Atlantic Wrestling right now mm-hmm. on Peacock, like from yeah. the start. And Ron Bass is a blazing baby face. Funny. He just won the TV title, and he he's holding the belt, and he's like, "I just want you guys to know." I'm going to defend this title with honor. I'm going to do everything I can to make y'all it. proud of me. Like blazing baby face. It's great. You did it. You did it, Ron. He did, did it. it. I love it, man. Yeah. Ron Bass, uh, not a long, super long career in WWF, WWE, but he made a little impact. We, um, so yeah, it was fun reviewing the old school 87. It was a stark contrast to this year's survivor series. We're going to get to that in a minute, but um not everybody appreciates those slower pace. Like Frank, you said, you if you're a wrestling fan, you could still find appreciation within <laughs> the matches mm-hmm. and within like the characters and whatnot. And I think a lot of people might not see it that way. Because <laughs> yeah. They feel like it's just ancient times. Yeah. And I get I get that too. You know what I mean? But like I just I like to give myself like this buffet of wrestling styles you know what i mean to like enjoy and you know i try to make the best of everything for the most part wwe current stuff is harder to do but you know but like i could i could see why especially if you're younger if you're under 30 and you're watching some shows from the 80s you know it might not be your speed if all you're used to is you know the indie style of wrestling that is today's you know all, all the products of today actually so you know, I get it, but I like, you know, I like seeing all that stuff. Yeah. And we actually uh, also reviewed Full Gear 2022 last week. And I wanted to just mention really fast because we're going to get into AEW next week. We're going to get back on track with a lot of AEW stuff. But Zern, uh, road agent, he kind of took to rewatching the show because he saw it live. He went live. And on a rewatch, he said it was slightly better because a lot of the nice. magic could be hidden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So um, he was uh, higher, actually, much higher on the elite match that Frank, you and I. Oh, we, we, yeah, yeah. We were all high on that, I guess. But mm-hmm. he went from a 3.9 in person to a 6.2. Oh, that's a big jump on TV. Wow, that is a big jump. Right okay. around where we were. Yeah. So is so, that his highest rated match now, Zerns? Believe it or not, it is his highest rated match. Yeah. Nice. So that overtook the uh, cage match, which he actually said was not as great in person gotcha. so uh, in person it was better i should say not <laughs> yeah, as great yeah, on yeah. tv but uh oh Patrick, really yeah he just thought huh. um it lost a tiny bit of luster when watching it on tv compared to being live that's so, interesting because i always feel like i don't want to ever see a cage match in person yeah i feel like it's like hard to see unless mm-hmm. you're up close like yeah i don't like that kind of stuff like it why? was the open the opening match, though, maybe it just had a lot of, you know, um, pizzazz for being the opener. But, yeah, overall, Zern was higher on the show than in person. And he was adamant that he sets the record straight on a lot of these ratings because he actually accused me of being the media twisting his words like Kyrie Irving. <laughs> Those were his words. I'm twisting his words like Kyrie, and he needs to set the record straight. So I guess I was just reading his report word for word. I don't know, but he, he said it straight. You are known. You're a known spinster. Am I a spinster? Well, yeah, yeah Zern, Zern set the record straight, and um, he loved last, He loved our review, though, so that was cool. Nice. 
Ed Zaranowski, getting back to him really quick, had a, he had a hot take and he gave AEW a shot after hearing us discuss this product oh. weekly. Mm-hmm. Finally gave it a shot. There were some things that he said we shined a positive light on, so he's hoping to check in and that the show would be really good. It was not, according to him. Those are his words. He said it was not. And um, he feels what like did a he lot. Watch? What uh, show Dynamite. did he watch? Okay. He watched Dynamite. And um, he said something. sometimes we'll say like the match is off or it isn't for me. And in his op- opinion, the truth is that it's actually bad. It's not good. The matches aren't good. <laughs> A lot of the rosters either unconvincing or flat out boring. Most of the booking well, is his, really bad. His favorite guy though is on the shelf right now. He's a big Adam Page fan. Okay. Okay. So like I think when the hangman comes back, we'll probably be more tuned in, but nice. Well, I'm a hangman fan myself. Um, but he was making a point that like a lot of the guys aren't over six feet, two hundred pounds. Darby mm-hmm. Allen is a joke, the young bucks are a joke. I'm just reading Ooh. Ed's words. Reading his words. Jungle, Jungle Boy is a joke. Jungle Boy's a joke. Jungle guys Boy back, guys back in the day may have been smaller, but he was scared of them, and he wouldn't want to fight Benoit, Eddie G, or Taz, but he'd fight the entire AEW roster, and he's sure he could take them. I'm not gonna argue with it. Yeah, I'm not gonna argue with it because these were my actual sentiments when I first started watching AEW. I'm not gonna lie, not like literally word for word, but I was not like it wasn't love at first sight. It's it was. Um, you have to kind of digest it a little more, like knowing you that had to be, you had to character... be wheeled and dealed a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you had to I'm be taken out to dark... dinner, right? Get some right. wine, a nice bottle of wine for you. Laid in a coffin with Darby Allen, <laughs> Jungle Boy Jack. I mean, you had to like get to know these guys' characters, I think, to really appreciate them. So I would say, Ed, try to continue to watch. And uh, I just think there's a lot more of what you grew up on in AEW, right, Frank? Yeah, for sure. And like and, and him saying like there's some big stars that are like kind of like a joke because of their size or whatever. And it's like, yeah, I mean, that's kind of always he he points out like Benoit and Eddie as guys he wouldn't mess with. But like, you know, you wouldn't want to run into Malachi Blacks either. You know what I mean? Like you wouldn't want to run into a lot of these guys who aren't like the biggest dudes out there, you know, because unlike you know, some of these dudes who act tough, you know what I mean? Like I'd, I'd, I'd rather fight Batista than, than fight, you know, some of these slick guys, you know, cause I know Batista can't fight for real. He just looks it. I know Triple H is fake tough. He just looks big. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where some of these smaller guys, those the small guys are the guys you always worry about. That's how I always feel in the gym, the, the speedy, the nibblers, you know, the guys that are always going to be up your ass no matter what. It's like, I'd rather deal with some of these bigger idiots, but whatever, yeah. that's just me. No, that makes sense. I, 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 I just like I said. I think you do. You know Ed better than us. Do you think there's something in this product for him? I don't know. He's pretty. He's pretty critical of AEW. Um, I don't blame him. You know, if it's not for him, it's not for him. You know, yeah, there's yeah, a lot yeah, of stuff sure. in current wrestling in 2022 that people lose their shit over, and then we come on every week and blast it. So. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Besides, like I said, he's a huge Hangman Page fan, but besides that, it, he doesn't really seem to dig it, you know? And, like, yeah. in our adult lives, like, we don't have a lot of free time anymore. It's just, that's that's the truth. And, like, why waste your time on something that you don't like, you know? Yeah. He also mentioned, like, Britt and Jade being, like, the biggest stars, you know, over there, and <clears> they, <throat> they can't wrestle. And it's, like, it's kind of what we always say, though. We always... 
grade J sure. on a curve. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then like with Britt, we always kind of point out like, listen, she's not the best wrestler I, we've said in it the world. Probably yeah. once a week when we yeah, do this, you know what it's what not mean? about yeah. wrestling. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, not. So, yeah. Like mm-hmm. William Regal would be as big mm-hmm. as Hulk Hogan if it was about wrestling. Yeah. But exactly. it's not, you know, like both yeah. of those girls are stars. Like mm-hmm. Britt, honestly, Britt is probably the most must see thing for me on that show right now. Like yeah. I enjoy her that much. Yeah. I'm with you. And I think he mentioned like the size thing, which I've even been critical of, but like I said, sometimes these characters kind of overcome their size. Like even the young bucks, he mentioned them and the size. Yeah. Zern is the same way about the bucks. I don't know his reasoning for not liking the bucks, but I, I know the style, like it's an acquired taste, I guess. Like once you know what you're getting from them, you can't yeah. really bit, bitch about it every time. Like, and, you and know. like I'd make the argument that like the size thing, like I get it, right? These guys are smaller than what they used to be. But like it's like it's all comparable to like who they're going up against, right? Like the young bucks don't aren't going up against these monsters. So like I believe that they're in a fight, right? Mm-hmm. Where if you're rock, watching the rockers take on like, you know, Don Morocco or something, that shit's less believable to me than the young bucks versus the lucha brothers you know what i mean it's like it's mm-hmm. like everybody's kind of more level you know it's like relative then, yeah exactly he's like there's not so many giants so mm-hmm. you know if it's a yep. fight it's like you don't watch a, a an mma fight 255 pound guys and go like look at these little fucking losers you know what i mean like they're not they wouldn't they're, they're not tough guys i could beat them because i'm bigger than them you know it's just like no nah. mm-hmm. There's weight That's classes, a and a yeah. lot of a lot of guys tend to be similar sizes nowadays. You know, there's not so many. It's giants. just the way in the business now. Yeah. You know, like they're just there. It's not about like, you know, the six foot four guy is the fucking giant in the company mm-hmm. now. Yeah, you know, yeah. like where back in the day that was almost, you know, that was like slightly above average for these dudes. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. how it is now. Yeah, which is crazy because you would think as time goes on you would have bigger guys because like you look in like all other sports and how these guys are bigger, faster, more athletic, you know, mm-hmm. but it's just, it's not a big man's game anymore. Yeah. No. And as no, long I... as they have the, that larger than life persona, I'm cool with that. Yeah. You know, but right. if it's just like, I'm a little person myself, like I'm a little guy, like in real life, I'm usually the shortest dude you know, among my friends, but like, I still want that, like, I don't know, that larger than life feel, I guess, you know, mm-hmm. like whenever these yeah. conventions come up and it's all these like dudes that are, you know, current wrestlers, I'm like, oh, I don't really want to see them. They're like me, yeah. you know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's funny because some people are arguing that's exactly why, not to skip ahead, but the Sami Zayn phenomenon, the reason they love him is because, and even Paul Heyman mentioned it in a post-conference press conference or whatever, he's looks like the guy in the audience that everybody wants to be. And that Mm -hmm. like that they know they have a chance because they see Sami Zayn. He looks like Mm -hmm. them. He's their, Mm -hmm. you know, size, their stature, their look. And I'm like, is that what we want in our pro wrestling, like main level programs? Uh, we'll get to it, right? We'll get. We'll have to get to that. Last but not least, really quick, because uh, our boy John Petrick ch- chimed in. John Petrick Jr. He was surprised by our negativity on Full Gear, and right off the bat, I'm wondering if he if he really <laughs> listened to us because I thought we were overall pretty positive on the show. It was just the main event we were a little sort of um, critical of, and he went in sort of just talking about how. It makes sense. This booking from TK makes sense. 
Wardlow getting moved into the main event picture by getting the title strip. Like this is wrestling one-on-one. We know that, like, you don't need mm-hmm. to explain that to us. We, I think we understand why maybe mm-hmm. the belt went off of him, but I just felt like um, it was maybe not the best way he's been handled overall um, the last few months, but yeah, I mean, Frank, listen, did you, I yeah. like I, me and John tend to agree on most of this stuff, you know, and it's like, but I, it, how Wardlow was handled wasn't the greatest, you know what I mean? And it's like, I, you know, I'm the defender of the show of the three of us, you know what I mean? Typically. And it was just like, when I watched that match, Samoa Joe being the guy to win that belt off of him was like, just seemed like weird to me. You know what I mean? Like I never would have thought Joe would be their guy holding double, double champion in the company. You know what I mean? So, but yeah, but we even talked about Wardlow potentially moving on, hopefully, you know what I mean? Into a program, whether or not it's, a a successful you know run for him against mjf or whoever you know we we all we see what's happening it's just it could have been handled better it could have been it could have been handled cooler as far as i'm concerned like no offense to joe but he's none of our favorite wrestlers you know what i mean and so it's like there's three guys in that match and we would have been probably cool with either the other two winning the bell you know and then it's rather than old joe being (laughs) in double champ or whatever so you know it is it is what it listen it's opinion. It is what it is. But uh, you know, that Warlow seems like a fumble of all the uh the the goods that they have done. And I I like TK's booking and a lot of stuff, you know. And I'm always the guy. Let it play out. We'll see where it's gonna go, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that shit was just kind of whack to me. You know, <laughs> his run as the champion was kind of, you know, meh. Also, botched. that TNT title, like for me, like in the beginning when it was being defended every week, like I'd love that. Mm-hmm. Like I always go back to like the John Cena US open challenge. Like I loved that. And like, that's kind of the vibes that I got from the TNT title. So like yeah. when they were defending it every week, you know, my boy Cody, he's not there anymore, but like, I'd love that getting all these interesting matchups, you know? And like, mm-hmm. I think that that should be defended every week. The TNT title to me, is the television title, right? Yeah. And back in the day, the world television title meant you were the best wrestler that wrestled on television. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I like that idea. Like, props to Raw, because they're actually doing that with the U.S. title now. And yeah. I generally enjoy those matches every week. So, like, Joe wrestling every week, defending the TNT title, just doesn't interest me, you mm-hmm. know? Like, it's not about, like you know john like kind of really came at us like you know (laughs) we don't give things a chance and blah 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 and it's like bro like we all saw it coming man Mm -hmm. like congrats john you were right yeah (laughs) because you know he messaged me and he said he likes to be right so he wasn't going to message me but he had to message me because he likes (laughs) to be right so good job john keep up the good work keep on us to you know Keep that hold us, that hold us accountable coming out every week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I want to just say this next week. We're going to kind of go back to this comment. John made John Patrick uh, because it's a lot deeper with the MJF stuff. And I don't necessarily want to get into that now because mm-hmm. um, I think it deserves a little bit more of our time to talk about the, you know, the whole term with Regal and yeah. sort of the way John Patrick was defending the angle. So I do want to say, John, check in next week. If you, if you wish, and we'll talk a little bit more about AEW. But now we got to get into Survivor Series 2022. 
WWE's 36th annual Survivor Series. And uh, Frank, man, I see you over there. You're, you look stoked. You're licking your chops to talk about this up. show. Um, right it off really the made, top. It really made the holiday weekend <laughs> great. So yeah, thankful. right off the So it was from Boston, Boston, Mass., like I said at the top of the show. And um, we got introduced to the show right off the bat. Triple H had his fingerprints on it with the Ozzy opening video. I guess a nice touch if you're into that. That's the coolest, um, coolest part of the show, unfortunately. Yeah, the opening production, and I was watching. And I'm like, this is probably going to be a good intro. Like, watch this. They do, they do this part good every year, right? Yeah. That wasn't, that wasn't bad. Um, yeah. and but then we went into the opening match, and this is a, a War Games match. War Games rules. They went over the rules. Duke, are these the exact rules from all of the other previous War Games in history? No. Okay. Not at thank all. you. Can you so clear it up for me? Way back in the day, in the NWA, when Dusty made the War Games match, it was all, everything, yes, is right, except for the only way to win was by making your opponent quit, submit, whatever. There were no pinfalls. But the match didn't start. That is still a thing. Back in the day, Like the match didn't officially start until all 10 wrestlers were in the ring. But... It also was usually like the end of a long feud. Yeah. Um. So like, you know, you had to really incapacitate your opponent, make them quit, whatever, like. And it just doesn't fit. This event, in my opinion, like Survivor Series, we talked about it last week where teams of five strive to survive or teams of 10. If you're doing a crazy tag team match like you have it built in. There's no reason to recycle this idea of war games, in my opinion. Yeah. I would have been perfectly satisfied with just a five on five Mm -hmm. elimination Elimination. match, you know? Exactly. That's what I would have preferred as well. The whole war, the war games matches made it not feel like survivor series at all to me, especially just watching that 87 that we went over last week. It was like, okay, you know, to, you get the concept in your head and you're like, okay, these are fun. These oddball teams. Like that's part of it, right? Like having these random teams of, you know, guys you may never see team up and mm-hmm. they have a match and it's elimination. This was just wait till everybody's in the ring so that the big names can go over and that, that's it. You know, it was so dumb. I, yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> hey, I, the war games part of it was dumb. Listen, I'm not even going to shit on the match. Mm-hmm. Um, even the first match, but like, no, I, I will. Just, I will. It being, I will. Yeah. It's just being war games was just, pointless to me make it war games don't make it survivor series or make it survivor series don't make it war you know pick one pick your lane but like it didn't feel like survivor series at all if it didn't have that in title we wouldn't i would have never thought it was yeah the name of the event is survivor series have your survivor series traditional matches you know and listen i appreciate that triple h you know respects the history of professional wrestling and he wants to have these you know old school things like you know, war games, he does Halloween Havoc, but like yeah. do that in NXT then, you know, yeah, if you yeah. want to use it for that. This is, you know, or make it its own premium sure. live event. Yeah. In WWE, if right? you want to do that in October, you don't have anything going on in October. Do that for October, mm-hmm. you know, but like, mm-hmm. yeah, the war games, it's I don't know. I think it has a place maybe in NXT or something, but like mm-hmm. or just at another event, but it's called Survivor Series yeah. like. This is a yeah. an event founded by WWE. Respect your own history. Mm-hmm. 
Mm -hmm. Right. And it was still like painted with a red and blue, like graphic all night, red and blue logo, meaning like, I know it wasn't said Raw versus SmackDown, but it's, yeah. I just felt like the whole show um, didn't have its own identity. And like you said, this is supposed to be a way to finish feuds. And I mean, it reminds you of that old uh, classic event, bragging rights. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. I forgot all about it. Legendary. But, but how could you forget that one? <laughs> but yeah, man, I feel like the crowd um, really confirmed what we're saying, right? Because it was super duper quiet for 75 the first 75 to 80 percent maybe even 90 percent and then when you finally got like maybe close to a possible finish they started to get a little hot there was just spots throughout all, both war games matches but let's talk about the women's ones uh, uh women's war game match so the teams if we're going to run down the teams we had um team bianca belair we'll call it team belair so it's bianca belair bliss oscar Mia Yim, and they just announced a week before Becky Lynch as the you know the fifth and final partner, yeah. taking on Damage Control, Bailey, Dakota Kai, Io Sky, and then Nikki Cross and Rhea Ripley, who was also I guess like a ace up their sleeve sort of, mm -hmm. um, you know, someone to kind of be um, I guess an, an equalizer for yeah. them, and. So we got into it. They're going to have the cages up at the top of the ramp to keep the members who are not in the match yet up there. When it's your turn to come in, it's five minutes, then three minutes, then two minutes. I, I, the time counts. Were they always consistent, Duke? These timings, you know? Back in the day, I think they were, yeah. Okay. But um, it was Bianca, Belair, and Dakota Kai to start the match. And yeah. like I said, I just feel like you're in here trying to fill time basically. And in this yeah. kind of environment with this kind of crowd, I should say in the modern era, I should say it takes a lot to keep a crowd invested, right? Like it's not like back in the day where you could just throw some haymakers, keep a guy in the corner, do what you got to do. And like, it's just different. Now you got to keep everyone interested. And while I respect them trying to do that, it just felt like spot after spot after spot. And it's just, there's no flow. You have mm -hmm. people, you just have people coming in and it's like, there's always uneven odds. And then when it becomes even, it's just, you got two rings. There's so much going mm -hmm. on. Um, I don't want to like bury the uh, war games concept, but I do think the match is flawed. And I think we already talked about how it might be fitted, fit better in NXT or, or its own event. But um, what do you guys think of, I guess, the match length like we'll talk about some details of this match but it went 40 minutes so you have to really fill up a lot of time and i don't think it was until roughly 30 minutes or maybe 25 minutes that you had everyone actually in the match maybe around the 25 minute mark mm -hmm. so you have like 25 minutes of filler and then 15 minutes of a real match so what you guys think about the time of this match i i hated like the idea of Everybody has to be in the match for the match to start. Like, I get it. I get that's how it goes. But, like, it was just so long. You know, I was just like, I, I felt like I was watching 25 minutes of, like, none of this matters. I know that they, like, they're getting worked over or whatever. But it was just like, this is so long. And then it feels like, okay, now the match has started. And I, I hate that shit. Like, I hate any kind of... um like build up to like a man, you know, like before, like they ring the bell, if there's like brawling outside for eight minutes or whatever, any kind of traditional match, I always hate that. I'm like, let's get to the match. This is what, this is where it counts. 
and mm-hmm. to have like the whole half the pay-per-view with shit that didn't count, you know, and then we started the the match. I just don't like it, you know, like it just feels like we're we're stalling out, waiting for everybody to get in to, like you said, have it level again. And then since it's not elimination, it's extra weird, you know, because like yeah. they do they like they do things to like eliminate people. Like Rhea Ripley got misted in the face or whatever. And I was like, cool, your coolest person in this match is gone now for like 20 <laughs> minutes, you know, like whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know. I was just not into it. Like the match itself, I think is, you know, I think they all tried hard, you know, and they did stuff. It was like a a spot fets of of sorts, you know, but um Duke, let me ask you really quick. Um, you mentioned Survivor Series, respect your own tradition. Maybe Triple H could have merged the two even, right? Make it elimination. And then you have someone like me, maybe Frank, who's like, all right, well, now we got a flow here, right? Like mm-hmm. like you limit, and then it's down to maybe two or yeah. three on one. Like then it's just maybe you merge the two concepts if you're going to fucking just randomly pick survivor series as the way to put your war games and it didn't even mm-hmm. like i hate to bury it but um i want to ask yeah. you real quick duke the eo sky botch uh in the corner <laughs> did you could you tell me she was climbing the cage i don't know if you caught this frank she was climbing the the uh the cage in the corner she kept trying to do like a double knees like hold onto the cage and then drop double knees into the uh opponent she did it like three times and then just gave up <laughs> she's like like, forget it i I don't know what i'm trying to do here (laughs) it was so awkward man and the toys under the ring i call them toys because they're all shiny neatly (laughs) placed for the kids to play with Mm -hmm. i just was watching this man and um once again i'm watching with a casual and it's just like it's fucking it's like some of it's just like cringy it's embarrassing like what are we doing with these shiny trash cans all laid out for you under the table like I know I'm I'm trying to like make sense of wrestling, but did you guys feel like they're even overkilling it with all this like the weapon stuff too? Well, you're trying. I mean, it's okay to look for plausibility in fictional stuff. You know, we do that all the time, like in whatever it is, movies, books. You know, oh my god, why are you doing that? That's so stupid. You know, like yeah, yeah. you always want plausibility. Real quick about this event in general. I was texting with John and our our road our roadman Zern, and like I just said, I'm gonna go in. I went in with a clear mind. I just wanted to enjoy this just for what it is because I know that it's not the professional wrestling that I grew up on or that I love, you know. So mm-hmm. I just went in with like, and you know, wow me, you know. I I dare you to like make me not hate this, and like, I think the idea of the war games at survivor series not to keep going back to it but it's just it doesn't fit like it should have been survivor series elimination matches and this match would have been better you know would have been for sure like you said they're essentially killing time you know with you know no offense dakota kai shouldn't have started that match yeah usually start with your exactly like you usually start with your most talented people Mm-hmm. And she's probably the most untalented on her team, like yeah. with all due respect, you know, like Bianca can go. We know that. Yeah. So like starting her sort of makes sense, even though it doesn't because she's the champion. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the match, it is what it is, man. It's 2022 wrestling. It's 
botches. It's, you know, messy spots. It's people selling before they even get hit. You know, um, it wasn't for me, but like I said, I had a clear head going in and I knew that I knew Mm -hmm. that it wasn't for me. So I just tried to, you know, take it for what it was. And overall, because I'll let you guys, you know, say what you want about it. But for this match, I gave it a 2.5 because Mm -hmm. I feel like out of they did try, you know, and it was out of 10. Duke was that out of 10 out of five. Okay. Oh. Wow. It's like okay. a below average. It's like a raw match to me, you know, like mm. because for me, like I don't really care. I cared yeah. about, I don't know, three of them maybe in the ring. Mm-hmm. I, I like Bianca. I were like, you invested um, in the feud at all or that were you? No, invested not at in... all. Damage control is the worst to me, dude. <laughs> like I, I can't like mm-hmm. I like EO a lot. I'm looking forward. I hope they do something with EO and Asuka. I think that could be. Really yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. That looks cool. But like. Besides that, like I like Rhea, I like mm-hmm. Bianca, I like EO, I like Asuka. You know, I, I actually Cross gave it the exact can. I actually gave it the exact same grade as Duke, two point five. Um, so would you because, say this is like a five out of ten? You would say yeah, that? I guess. You know, and it's like <laughs> no, it would be like a three point five, I guess, if you're going by the ten rating. Yeah, mm-hmm. I gave it two point five just because I thought they all worked hard. They were trying, you know. Sure. And like, um. And they did, you know, there was cool spots, I guess, from time to time. I will say, not to bury her again, like we always do, and I know one of our listeners, Jen, is a huge fan of her, but once Becky was in that match, dude, Oof. I, oh, man, like, I couldn't roll my eyes further back in my head, like, <laughs> watching her do everything. She's slow. Like, everything yeah. she does is slow. It's not impactful. It doesn't look like it does damage you know what i mean all and right then, so like, where where's the disconnect because she like her coming in people are like so into this you know yeah. what i mean and i'm wondering where's the disconnect with us and i'm watching her trying to give it her a fair shake and i had the same reaction mm-hmm. as you frank and i'm just like um you know it is what it is bodies different you know every wrestler's different shape but like now she's like kind of thinner she's like mm-hmm. pushing 100 pounds and it's just like yeah yeah you're yeah. the tough you're the tough man you're the tough person in this and match. like and and that was my exact reaction to him like am i supposed to think that this lady's like the toughest like she's gonna she could beat these girls up but then as i'm thinking that she's looking at dakota kai and eo sky who are also built like you know 13 year olds so it's mm-hmm. like I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I don't maybe, think I, I, EO is. I think she's kind of a thick. She's yeah, a maybe thicker. You know, but like it is. It was just like uh, I guess it's like the same thing I was saying with the AW guys, like relative to their size, but still, it's like Bianca's next to Becky. You know what I mean? And like this girl's a monster. You know, like Bianca's yeah. like an actual monster, and like everything Becky Lynch is doing, I'm just like, even when she jumped off the cage, it didn't look like it hurt anybody. You know what I mean? Like the table broke. But it didn't look like it was there was like no impact to me. I don't know. I just don't get this Becky thing. And I think ultimately Becky gets the pinfall victory, right? For her team. Yeah. She did and get the like pinfall. A, yeah. And it's like, of course. It's like, of course she does. You know what I mean? You, like, I don't understand how Charlotte gets hate for like always going over. You know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. Charlotte, Charlotte, people are like, oh, Charlotte, Charlotte, Charlotte. And I'm like, well, first of all, fucking Charlotte is maybe the best ever. Yep. You know, and then like second. You know, she has like that real lineage too. So like her having multiple world titles and all that, it sort of feels like right. But then Becky, 
people lose their shit over her beating Bianca mm-hmm. in 20 seconds, coming back after however long she's been gone and getting this W, you know what I mean? Meanwhile, Bianca's doing all the work. You know, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't wonder know. if I it's, um. I mean, real quick, John, because you asked about the disconnect for the three of us, and I won't speak for you guys, but to me, the disconnect is she's phony. Yeah. Everything yeah. she does yeah. is phony. There's nothing legit about her. She's do she does a bad Conor McGregor impression. She she's such a tryhard with her wardrobe. Mm-hmm. Like, give me a break, dude. Everything she does is like cringe to me. Yeah. Like, she's it's not defined either. Like, right? Like her, she she doesn't know who she is. Still, I feel like. like yeah, who I are mean, you? well, listen. Apparently. Like I said, yeah, we don't like know you shit. said, everybody loves her, man. <laughs> yeah, so she's doing something right. Like I, I don't get it. Nobody gave a shit about her until she got her nose busted all mm-hmm. over her face and she was bleeding. And mm-hmm. now she's like the man, the best ever, yeah. or whatever. And like is, I but... get that part of it too. Like I get when somebody gets that steam, you know, and like they have this crazy run and everybody's behind. I get it, but it always dies down. You know, like it hits a wall and then we move on from whatever this moment is usually. With Becky, though, it's like they're trying to – she's the man again. You know, she's not whatever the fuck she was before the – Lady you know, Gaga. Yeah, well, she, when, when she was Slash Conor down. McGregor. Yeah, so like she's the man again and it's just like I don't – I was like, that's that's the. I don't even think she gets the same. Reaction. I know people like love her and like she does get a reaction from the crowd, but it's not the same. It, it wasn't that WrestleMania run that she, that that kind of reaction where it's undeniable. Mm-hmm. And even if you liked her, you didn't like her, you had to deal with it. But now it's like I don't get it. It's like they're force feeding us. And Triple H, I mean, he seems he's he's looking like a one trick pony to me. You know what I mean? He calls in his NXT guys. And he's like forcing them into these programs and he's just hoping for the best with these shows, you know, because like this, I don't, I don't know. But I'm it's thinking, the same production. It's the same. Yeah. We talk about it all the time. It's a artificial bullshit. And the mm-hmm. truth is like, I was like you Duke. like I was actually, well, we made, we watched Survivor Series 87, 88 this week. I had 91 on the morning of, so I was like in my old school Survivor Series mindset, probably my bad to think this event would even at least scratch the surface of my um i guess like actual intrigue and interest level truth be told Mm. but i was trying to keep an open mind it is called survivor series technically still but um i feel like you know it's a disconnect all around because i don't want to be like the negative nancy like people don't want to tune into this shit to hear us just trash stuff right but Mm -hmm you're not going to get like a phony baloney reaction from me. Like this is artificial nonsense. Most of it. And this match was just that. And I wanted to touch real quick on, did you guys catch when um, Bianca Belair or no Bailey, I think it was power bomb Bianca right on her head or was uh, no, Bianca was power bomb Bailey. Yeah. 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 But I did. Okay. Catch that. that was a pretty scary spot. It was like, she tried yeah. to catch her and kind of fumbled the bag and like landed on her head. Yeah. It was it was dicey. You know, it looked like, I mean, she got out of it. It looks all right. But yeah, I did catch that. Yeah. I just wanted to mention that spot because I know that was a big one there. But yeah, 1.3 out of 10 for me. Barely watchable. <laughs> a lot of truth be told, just a lot of like, there's no heat, right? There's no yeah. heat. And I don't mean to throw like an industry term around, but like, there's no intrigue. Like the crowd, I they could say what they want after the match. They could rate it eight out of 10 all they want. But during the match nobody gave a shit and you're not going to tell me different Mm -hmm. like no Mm -hmm. one cared and the reason that no one cares is because it's artificial like it's fake fake um heat it's like it's fake 
Um, yep. You know what I mean? That just the whole vibe of it is just off. So that's why, that again, was... I think a Survivor Series format, traditional elimination, sure. would have fit this match better. This wasn't a match that like ended a big feud in a in a right. steel cage, a double cage. Mm-hmm, you know, this mm-hmm. hostile environment. It was just a spot fest mm-hmm. encased in metal, with mm-hmm. like you said, shiny little toys sitting mm-hmm. around. You know, and they're trying to manufacture that like stuff from back in the day and but if um, you are do it right like if you're gonna mm-hmm. do it do it mm-hmm. yeah we do we just watched the clash of the castle we reviewed it which spoiler alert i enjoyed better than this event but mm-hmm. truth be told we watched um B- bailey versus bianca in essentially like i called it a carrot top match right it was a box <laughs> of gimmicks yeah, and yeah. and like that's part of this big blood feud right like that they're driving a golf cart around and being silly like yep yep. come on you know like are we really supposed to care about this blow off yeah this is is wrestling in 2022 pal i think just the elimination thing itself would have enhanced the match so much you know yeah because then it's just it's just a match to Mm -hmm. see who's the best yeah yeah you know it's it's not this and you build Blood to feud. you build to something where it's yeah. like, oh, now it's Bianca versus the uh damage control, or those are the final you yeah. know what I mean? Like whatever the you fuck do the something story crazy where yeah. EO Sky, for example, pins Bianca yeah, yeah, to yeah. eliminate. Oh my god, yeah. she just pinned yeah. WWE raw champion. You know, like it makes them one no. one night. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You give somebody a rub, you know what yep. I mean? That might yeah, not exactly. have that main event. But, all right. So what did this match do for anyone in this match, truthfully? Like did well, what did this it, do for anyone? It disgusted us, I guess. <laughs> no, I meant, I meant for like in the match, I guess. Like, did this help anyone in the match? I guess other than like Becky Lynch, just another yeah, it helps Becky. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I was that's what I was gonna say. I was like, it helps Becky. Becky's back, and she just won the fucking Survivor Series. You know what I mean? And it's just like great, yeah. I guess. You know, I mean, um, but we're gonna get buried because like. I'm sure yeah. because we're being somewhat negative. There's a lot of like, like we hadn't made a Logan Paul video. I told, you know, I mentioned it last <laughs> week, the Instagram thing, the comments keep, keep rolling in. That thing keeps getting views, keeps getting all these like hateful comments. And I just think the perception is that we're negative, you know, old grumpy men, right? It's and like, what do we have to like everything that we have? Everything we watch, we have to love it. You know what I mean? It's sort of like, it's like, I don't, I don't feel that well, way with anything. You know, I don't, my I, question I, is this. talk wrestling on this show. For the guys that bury us, you know, that say we don't give good ratings to matches, et cetera. What what constitutes a great mm-hmm. match for mm-hmm. you? Mm-hmm. A great match to me is something that you can show somebody years later and be like, hey, man, check this out. Like, yeah. I know you're not in the wrestling, but check this out. Are you really yeah. going to show them yeah, yeah. Logan Paul versus Roman Reigns? <laughs> yeah, You know, like right. in wherever the fuck they were like mm-hmm. no you're not saudi no, arabia yeah, yeah, no yeah. let me let me pop this classic logan paul on for you mm-hmm. and for right. everybody trashing us in the comments fucking listen <laughs> and you will hear us say that logan paul is athletic mm-hmm. he was. is acrobatic mm-hmm. he's he's you know like i said put him in the middle of the card whatever but, but like you're telling me if that's what you want man good for you because guess right. what you're getting it Mm-hmm. Because YouTube stars are the thing to be in the WWE now, apparently. No, but the only thing we brought up was it should have been, should not have been competitive. What constitutes a great match when you've mm-hmm. been watching wrestling for like five years, you know, yeah. whenever you came in, 
like whatever i'm an old grump that's great but like yeah. i know my shit about pro wrestling bro yeah the thing and is i just you know, know what i like yeah. right so it's sort of like it's not even like trying to be hey i'm just like i want to enjoy the shit too i want yeah. to feel what these people on twitter are feeling when they watch these wwe shows i want to i'm i don't i don't understand what i'm missing out on you know it's like mm-hmm. it's just it is what it is. I'm not going to bullshit you, you know, right. if I don't exactly. like the show, you know. And if you're talking about someone like, I, you know, the WWE guy, the apologist, like that's my 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 whole persona here or whatever for a minute. But like if anyone's going to defend this shit, it'll be me If yeah. or even Duke. But like, you know, if someone's going to sort of uh, like twist it a little bit to make it sound better, it would be me. Uh, I wouldn't be like <laughs> telling you to watch AEW over WWE if I was like, I'm t- being honest. Like, I want to yeah. watch a match and feel it in here, like in my mm-hmm. heart, up here in my mind. Like, I want the whole the whole thing. In WWE, I don't get either one. I don't get it up here. It's not challenging me intellectually. It's not emotionally getting me invested other than yeah. Cody if he comes back. But <laughs> um, truthfully, so we're not trying to just hate for the sake of hating. And that fucking word, like you're a hater, that term. Well, you have an opinion in 2022 that doesn't agree with everybody else. You're a hater. We talked about I'm this. a hater. I'm a hater. Yeah. Well, maybe you guys love this match or like this next match. Um, I won't tell you how I felt about it till the end here, but no, Finn Balor versus AJ Styles. I was confused because I thought this was actually going to be a team match. I maybe didn't do my homework, but like, so it was just a one-on-one battle. Yeah. Baylor versus AJ, AJ representing the, the club, uh, the OC. And uh, we had, well, Finn Balor's part of the judgment day. So purple hanky and all tucked into that mm-hmm. back pocket um, what'd you guys think of this match? There was once again, no heat for me. And we're going to come yeah. back to that. And there's no crowd interaction. Yeah. So this is where I noticed the crowd more because the match itself, like if I was just looking at a wrestling match, I go, I guess it's solid. I guess it's a fine wrestling match. You know what I mean? But like, I'm not an AJ Styles orphan Balor guy. Never was in any company they were in. So it's not a WWE thing. And it's just like, I think they had an all right match. You know, I gave it a 2.25 out of five, you know, because I'm just purely on, okay, the match is solid, but I didn't care about any of that build. I don't care about any of the goofballs outside the ring. <laughs> I didn't like their stupid mask that they decided to wear to the ring. I didn't understand what was happening there, why AJ Styles was wearing a weirdo mask. Um, it just didn't do anything. for, And then the crowd... I'm watching it. I'm laying there and I'm watching it. And I watched it after the fact, guys. So like I watched it a couple of days later and I heard a lot of like hatred. So I thought it was going to be like the worst show on earth. And I didn't think it was like the worst, worst, worst show, but it wasn't good. But I watched this match and go, okay, this is an RA match. If these were just two guys who I went to some indie show and just watched have a wrestling match, I'd be like, okay, I guess that was all right. These guys are talented. And that's what I based my grade on. The crowd seemed not interested. The finish I thought was super lame you know um i don't know it it just didn't it just did nothing for me it just was a match it felt like it could have been on raw and you could have settled this there um but you know it is what it is these guys can wrestle yeah that's that's my biggest thing was the crowd really quick dude because i'm gonna throw it to you was the crowd uh not being invested and i'll pull out the old man card for a minute if you want to talk about it because we just watched all these old survivor series events and they're losing their shit for about 90 yep. percent of these matches yeah, yeah yeah they 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 cared like so you can't tell me that i'm an old fucking grumpy man 
<laughs> and then go and watch old stuff and tell me that the crowd like these crowds today it's all fake their reactions are fake they're just waiting to chant something mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. it's all fake everything's artificial it's like a truman show created wrestling universe where everything's mm -hmm. fake but sorry go ahead duke <laughs> no no you're good i was just gonna say real quick about the finish like as talented as aj is all the cool stuff that he can do that phenomenal forearm dude so like, dumb yeah, I like I that move as like a setup, you know, yeah, it's cool yeah, looking exactly. and like he flies in the air like it's cool looking. But like mm -hmm. as a finish, like that come ended on, the match. Dude. Yeah, that KO. Yeah, like, Finn it doesn't KO anybody. No. It KO Finn Balor. Yeah, it looks silly. Um, mm -hmm. It does look athletic and like I mm -hmm. actually mm -hmm. do like AJ and Finn definitely more than you guys. Um, I thought Finn Balor was really cool in NXT. Mm -hmm. Him as a heel is just so silly to me, though. Mm -hmm. Like, he just, again, it's fake. Yeah. Like you mentioned, it, it. he comes out, like, grimacing. And it's like, yeah. bro, you're, like, the nicest dude ever. Like, go yeah, play yeah, with yeah. your Legos. You're like, a sweetheart, yeah. Yeah, you're a, you're a sweet bud, you know? Like, don't mm -hmm. come out here grimacing. Like, I know it's a work, <laughs> but, like, work me then, dude. Because, like, mm -hmm. he doesn't look tough. He doesn't look mean. And mm -hmm. I do like Finn. But, like, as far as the... The build up, you didn't care because there fucking was no build up. It was like mm -hmm. two weeks, yeah, you know. Yeah. Like the OC came back and no one gave a crap about that. Damn. And like you know, I don't know. But I, did you that, notice that uh, Dominic Mysterio paid a visit to Ray Ray Mysterio on I did uh, see Thanksgiving? That. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, I love that offsite stuff, but like, uh, maybe that was supposed to add more intrigue. But I don't <laughs> feel like I had any personal investment nah, in this, I or this faction, either faction. Yeah, yeah. And talk yeah, about I mean, like a team that gets no heat, like every company they go. I, yep. in, my, in my opinion, the like the that Gallows and whatever yeah. Anderson, Anderson, because like even when they showed up in AEW and they when the fans were just popping for everybody who's showing up, they yeah. didn't get that reaction. No. And they went back, they went to Impact, and it was like whatever. You're there. Impact's just happy to have people. Yeah. And then yep. the, the the WWE, it's just like who cares about these guys? It's like if they didn't have friends in the business, like in high places, they wouldn't even be around. I'm yeah, so I agree. Saying. They're like as bland as it gets, man. Like, so you have two factions just... that no one cares. Let out. No, yeah, about, I couldn't right? give. I, mean, I couldn't care, care less yeah. about it. I mean, yeah. I, I like Rhea. I like Finn. I like AJ. But besides, yeah. what you rate? Like, what you rate? Rhea's not in there. Oh, sorry. The the match no. for me, two point five out of five, because I do like the guys. Um, okay. again, it's a raw match. Like yeah. Frank said, like it's it it felt like. You know, it wasn't prestigious. I wasn't like, oh man, like you know, they tried to build it up. Michael Cole said Bullet Club. Oh, if you guys oh. caught that, yeah. Out. Michael yeah, Cole so. and Corey Graves on commentary tonight. By the way, forgot to mention mm. that. Yeah, uh, you forgot because it means absolutely nothing to the matches. Yeah, yeah, that's why you're you're absolutely team. right. Once again, pulling my old man card. We we sat there and talked about Jesse and Gorilla talking about some of these old events. Like they just add so much to these matches. Michael Cole is is almost um it's almost like I block him out subliminally. Like I, I'm yeah, sometimes I, I, I want to pay attention, but I just don't even realize he's talking because he's so forgettable. Um yeah. Do uh Frank, you had two point two five out of five. Was that your rating? Two point two five, yeah. Okay. So I'm we're, one we're, point we're pretty on one point nine out of ten. So <laughs> that um that's like I so don't out of a five, a that star. would be like a point. Two yeah. five for you. Yeah. yeah, very forgettable. Honestly, just yeah. so forgettable. I'll never yeah. remember this. Oh, match. for sure. Definitely. Um, it's a raw match. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the best way to put it. Yeah.
Yeah, um, but again, I'm I'm grading this. I'm like it's on a curve. Yeah. It's on a 2022 yeah. professional I agree. curve. Yeah, I you agree. Know? And that's funny because Zern and I, well, he was talking about it, and I agree um, that when we're watching this stuff, like we're trying to say, mm-hmm. okay, you're graving on a curve, but like if let's just say Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker, Hell in a Cell, like nine out of 10, 9.3 out of 10. If I'm going to rate AJ versus, you know, Finn Balor, a 5.5 out of 10 or something like, like it's not even close. It's not even in the realm. Mm-hmm. It's not even in the ballpark. So I'm going to just keep no, it as not. an all-time Because ratings. that would have been for me a five out of five. This is mm-hmm. a, this is exactly average. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 2.5 is average. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Mine is below, just below average. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Really quick, though, I wanted to mention because I didn't mention, but uh, this was the first Survivor Series in Boston since 2013. And I only wanted to bring that up because how the business has changed for WWE. So on that event, it was CM Punk and Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryan Hmm. versus versus the whole Wyatt family. Um, So uh, that was interesting. Back then, Del Rio and Cena were fighting for the world heavyweight title. Yeah. Can Uh, I just tell you real quick? Yeah, I was watching, you know, Survivor Series randomly leading up to this, like, and I wanted I didn't want to watch the old ones. I wanted to watch, you know, more recent ones within the past 10 years or so just to see, like, you know, what it was like fairly recently. Mm -hmm. And as recently as 2016, there was a 10, a 10 tag team elimination match. So, like, it it can still happen. And the crowd Mm -hmm. was hot the Mm -hmm. whole time. But. Alberto Del Rio was on it as the United States champion. I'm sorry. I know people don't like this dude. I fucking he love this cool dude. Shit. He yeah, was yeah. so cool. He was so cool. Dude, I like totally he agree. makes that US title look like mm-hmm. it's the best thing going in the in the business, man. Yeah. Like, man, yeah. it sucks. Yes. No, I, was big, I was a big Del Rio fan. Like I, yeah. I was from day one in WWE. People can't stand that fan. guy. Yeah. And I don't no. get I mean, I, I know he had some like outside the ring issues, yeah, yeah. but I think it's the outside the ring. Even stuff. as a wrestler, though, I remember people like didn't like him. Like our boy, no, they thought our he was boy Mortis, like hated him. Oh, did he? Yeah. Yeah. Like funny. we had the um, you know, how we do the rumble, mm-hmm. you know, you pick a name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mortis got him in that 40 man rumble. He's like, fuck this guy, <laughs> you know? Like, wow. Yeah. No, dude, I'm with you. Um, that was 2016, you said? I think it was 2016, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I was like looking at the tag team match. Okay. Yeah. But uh, no, yeah, because you had Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar in the main event where That's Goldberg won in a minute and 26. Holy Moses. It's crazy. Goldberg. But, um, yeah, I th- no, I agree with you. Like the the team battles can and should still work. And just to quote Triple H real quick in the post game, uh, post event scrum, he said that they're not ruling anything out for the future. But this is his quote. You guys listen to this and tell me what you think. He said, "Sometimes stuff needs a break for a while. Sometimes you bring it back later, and it's iconic. Like, oh my God, they're going back to that." And then he mm-hmm. said, we all decided, we, he said, we all decided it was the right year for us to freshen up a concept a little bit. And then he said this, now, if this isn't either being oblivious or lying to yourself, or I don't know what this, this, this little sentence he said here tells me that we have no hope with trips. Cause he said, maybe the five on five tags or possibly the fi- the raw versus SmackDown thing is a little bit, re- little bit tired and needs a refresh. Like, bro, if you don't think that's tired and played out, 
then I don't know what to say because the blue versus red, raw versus SmackDown stuff. If there's something, it's like gotta be dead. It's gotta be that shit. It's so silly. So I mean that that 2016 match, even though it was good, it was raw versus SmackDown. I know. Yeah, it was. Yeah. The only thing that was cool about that though, because it was like good guys and bad guys on the same team, which was interesting. Which I mean. That's kind of cool. Listen, man, it is what it is now, dude. This is the business as it is. It's, it's, it's Raw versus SmackDown. And, like, I just try to enjoy it for what it is. And that match was enjoyable because you had, like, you know, good guys and bad guys on the same team. And they're, like, getting into right. it, you know, mm-hmm. back and forth, which was cool. Random Because, once again, like you said, when you watch this stuff, you want to feel stuff. I think we all do, right? Like, yeah. when we read... When we watch TV, when we watch movies, whatever it is, when you listen to music, don't you do that to feel something? You should want to. You should want to. Like you shouldn't just want a bunch of noise in the background. You want it to make you feel things. That's Mm -hmm. what I do anyway, you know, and like when this is so manufactured all the time, Mm -hmm. it's just Mm -hmm. yeah, it's just it's just yeah, that's why it's so frustrating too you know and like we had like the guys like the people in the instagram comments calling us haters it's like bro we want to we want to like love this shit you know what i mean because we do love this stuff you know and it's passionate like, it's the, still it's yeah the reason we stick around through these brutal shows for years you know what i mean like years and years of it's them like the x files like i want to believe yeah you know, it's like I'm, a, I'm like a fucking battered wife. I'm sticking with it. Exactly. You know what I mean? And it's like, but it's not cool, bro. And I'm sorry yeah. if I have to express it on this show sometimes, but it's how it goes. I, I'm trying. Like, I'm looking at my grades, you know. And like John, you're right. Like, if it's HBK and Undertaker, this AJ Styles and Finn Balor doesn't touch it. And it's like, yeah, you're right. But if I was to be that honest. <laughs> Their shows are never go. You know what I mean? Like it will seem like, what am I even doing a mm-hmm. wrestling podcast for? Because like I don't right. enjoy it. So like I'm trying to like give it that like 2022 WWE scale, and it's like yep. it's a different thing. You know? Yeah, I mean? that's fair. That's very fair. And maybe you guys are the right. I- I'm I'm harsh. <laughs> um, I am being harsh. No, Triple but H- like I appreciate that because yeah. like, listen, man. Like we all, like Frank just said, we want to like this stuff, but equally, wouldn't you be like, fuck these guys if we just came on and lied to you all the time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. This is right. how we feel, man. This is. This and that's is... how it is when I watch any other wrestling content. I'm like, these guys yeah. like everything. I'm like, everything. Everyone's like, everything is great. A thumbs up from Simon. <laughs> you know what yep. I mean? Like everything is like. <laughs> well, they're probably hoping to get a job. Yeah. You know, yeah. Maybe. Or something. Maybe. We're, we're not here for that. We're mm-hmm. three right. buds. That like talking about wrestling and hopefully the audience enjoys it too. Mm-hmm. And we've reconnected with a lot of good friends, which is fucking awesome. It's, yeah. If that's the biggest thing that we get out of this, cool. Good. Yeah. I'm I'm and, I'm here for it. But like, we're yeah. not gonna fucking lie to you. That's all. And it's still fun to talk about, it, even if it's with a negative connotation. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. enjoying talking to you guys about this yeah, show. I mean, it's I, not like I, don't, I'm, I hate. And by the like, way, I don't <laughs> yeah. like being negative. But yeah, there's a right. fucking there's a real thing that exists that's called fake positivity too Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. i can come on here right now and tell you oh my goodness what a great fucking survivor series card that was and put everybody over but that's bullshit guys yeah yeah well how about our friend zern was very adamant he left i think uh tons of prayer hands or something he said please 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 100 prayer hands do not review this show because i know you guys (laughs) oh yeah that's true yeah 
He said you By guys the are way, not. I didn't even that. hate it as much as you, John Boyd. Like yeah. you came in hot. We were texting early True. on, and John was. He was tuned out by match one. Like I knew he was. <laughs> yeah, not into. I actually left the chat, like, because he was just he was shitting on everything that came, you know. And uh, <laughs> I didn't hate this as much as you guys did. Especially, I don't know about you, Frank, but John Boy was like, he no, was out yeah. like instantly. Like mm-hmm. I kept watching no. though, and you told me to stop watching, but like I, I did because I, if you're insanely high turn standards, shit off. Nah, man, I Listen, gotta do my homework. Good for you. I do my homework. Frank, what were you going to say? No, like I didn't, like I said, I didn't hate it. Like it was the worst show I've ever seen yeah. from them, you know, but like I didn't like it. But because John texted me the same shit and I was just like, oh, this is going to be the worst show. I could just tell by the energy in the text, you know, but uh, isn't yeah. it almost yeah. better though if you do hate it? We're yeah. indifferent to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. Which is pretty sad. Yeah. You know, let's go on with the show. We had Ronda Rousey. Oh, this way it gets now, good. Frank, do you nobody's gonna understand, I guess, anything <laughs> about me because I actually preferred this match over the first two. Over that's, the first two. That's mind boggling. It's mind boggling, maybe, but um, other than like, I don't know, the plant fans that at one point in this match, Oof. I don't know if you caught that when uh they did an outside the ring spot and there was like planted she fans out there. More artificial on them. Yeah, more holy artificial moly. nonsense. That was uh, brutal, dude. That really, guy really caught bad. her and just like slowly, mm-hmm. gingerly filmed. tipped back. <laughs> but you had Ronda versus Shotzi. And the thing with me is I still perceive Ronda as an attraction, as a draw. So maybe mm-hmm. I'm a, an, an idiot for thinking yeah. of her that way. Okay, I get it. Mm-hmm. The fickle fans, according to Patrick, by the way, he thinks fans are just impatient. I believe they're fickle. I believe they don't know what the fuck they want half the time. But they hate Ronda now. They don't love her. They want her out of the business. They want her out of WWE. Um, they lost That's their mind. That's been kind she... of the narrative for a long time with her, though. Yeah, fans never really. Yeah, fans no, were unfair you... to her, I think, too. Like, cause she had some like good matches, and like people just were just being. If you don't like her, that's your prerogative. But like, I didn't think she sucked. Like, you know, no, but some of these if matches, you watch, you know? I just rewatched her debut at the Rumble, and I just yeah. rewatched her match versus. Was that Triple the tag H- match? It was when um, Asuka won, and then Ronda came out at the oh, end. Oh, okay. It's her debut. Um, okay. Like her debut. In, but when Ronda Rousey made her debut, and when she fought Triple H and Stephanie with Kurt. That was her like, first match, right? The, that was her first match. That okay. was ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And, dude, yeah. they lost their minds at every move she did, every spot they did. They cheered her. Like, the, the building became unglued when yeah. she won. She I, was new and shiny, John. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I'm saying, is now they hate her, right? They want her out yeah, of Yeah, you're right. You're right. But, but I, also but, part of that is yeah, you see more of her, right? Because she looked promising, mm-hmm. right? You see, because I remember thinking, oh, like, oh, okay, look at Rhonda trying, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She's sort of, she's doing cool stuff in the matches. for And like maybe the first couple of months of her seeing her, you go, okay, she's, she's this promising girl. Maybe she'll really get it. But then I think she hit a wall, you know? And I, this is what happens with Rhonda. And like, I'm not going to act like I'm a Rhonda know-it-all, but like, it happened to her in MMA, right? When she was on top of the world, everything was great. When everybody's on her side, everything was great. When the competition was sort of a level below what it became, she was great. And then she gets exposed and the fans start turning on her. Because it's not WWE fans that turned on her. The UFC mm-hmm. fans turned on her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, she, Ronda does a great job of making herself as unlikable as possible when everything is stacked in her favor to be, like, this huge baby face. You know what I mean? And, like, she just 
rubs everybody wrong. I was a big Ronda fan, you know, as a UFC person. But then, like, she came over, and I was, like, cheering for her, and it gets old. Not to mention that she can't act to save her life. Not to mention that every promo she cuts is, like, the worst thing. I watched this match, dude, and I was like, Ronda may be one of the worst women in this division. That's how I felt coming out of this match. I was just like, dude, she's brutal. Everything she does, like, I know she could fight for real. But it still looks ultra fake when she's doing stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like she's super botchy. Listen, Shotzi's not gonna not good enough to carry her either. You know what I mean? So right. it's like it's part of the game. But like, did you see that spot where Shotzi tried to do like that over the rope? That was terrible, dude. It's like don't do the shit, Ronda. But yeah. you're too scared to try to mm-hmm. do that move. Like don't do it, Ronda. Talking throughout the match, like like all the corny shit she's saying, and then she has this dork Shayna Baszler on the outside like <laughs> trying to gas her up I'm like oh these are two like worst personalities that they have trying to make me care about this match you know oh I I did not well, like this match at what you rate all. this match what you rate I gave this match? it I gave it one star okay <laughs> out of five okay well I remember a few weeks ago I said they should push Shayna with Ronda and just let them run mm-hmm. rough shot like you were like ah, I don't like either one of them I'm like I get it because I don't really like Shayna either but they have that connection yeah yeah um I still stand by, like, I see Ronda as an attraction. There were attractions back in the day in wrestling. Andre, you know, I'm not comparing her, but, like, people that weren't great in the ring, right? And Ronda's not the best. I just look at her like she's box office. I think there's a place for her. I only like – I gave this a 2.1 out of 10. I'm just saying I liked it better than the first two matches. It doesn't mean I love the match. So my Mm -hmm. point is um, I still still see Ronda as an attraction. I'm not out on her like you guys or Duke. Maybe you're not. What do you think of this match and what do you rate it? Yeah, before I get into the match, um, Shotzi coming out with the Bowie Aladdin scene over her high, her eye was really cool. So she got points from me right there. <laughs> and also um, about Ronda, like we talk about like cosplay, how some of these wrestlers like they try to shout out these old school wrestlers. And like, I like it to an extent. Right. But like when everybody's out there doing the Eddie Guerrero thing every week, it's annoying to me because I don't I don't feel like it's respectful at that point. But her coming out wearing Roddy's jacket. And like the little belt, like I do like that because she had a relationship with Mm -hmm. Piper and for her to do that, man, like I really I really like that. So that might be why I look at her in a bit of a different light than like Frank does. And I agree with you. I do think she has star power, like similar to Brock Lesnar, formerly, not so much anymore, but I feel like when Ronda's involved, it's a big deal. And um, to her credit, she wrestles anybody. It's almost to her detriment, too, because like the WWE should probably protect her more and put her with better hands than, you know, Liv Morgan. And in this case, Shotzi. And listen, Shotzi, I think Shotzi's cool. Like, I like her look. I think she's different. But, like, she's not very good in the ring. And, um, again, it's not all about wrestling, but you have to... You're as good as your dance partner. Mm -hmm. And Ronda and Shotzi, it's not going to work, man. Mm -hmm. They both need good... You know, Mm -hmm. they need that other side to kind of lead them through matches, I think. Like... Ronda and Natty have good matches, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, this was this was honestly a hot mess. Like, a lot of botches, um, no chemistry whatsoever. Mm-hmm. 
John mentioned that silly, you know, Shotzi body press to the the fans, mm-hmm. like which was Plants. silly. Um, but I do think that I like both of these women. I just don't think they're good together. And yeah. I think that Rhonda should be protected a little more. Like, like I said, I think that's cool that she'll work with everybody, but put her with somebody that can work, man. Yeah. Like put her with somebody that can make her look good can highlight what she can do and hide what she can't you know like that's what they've done with these big stars that couldn't work previously ultimate warrior comes to mind Mm -hmm. you know it was rare that you saw a warrior in there with a guy that couldn't work you know so overall i gave the match a 1.5 like i said i do like both of these women i the aladdin saying was cool the little bowie shout out like Rhonda, I love the Piper thing. Like, I think she's cool. I I do like her, and I think that she's more natural as this character. I don't feel like she's acting as much, which, like Frank said, is good because she can't <laughs> act. Yeah. But I feel like when she's just being this person with her bud Shayna Baszler by her side, I feel like it's more natural. So, okay, one point five uh, out of five for me. One point five out of five for you. Okay. I think you, Frank, you said like she's one of the worst act. I, I'm with you. Like she can't talk. Like it's yeah. pretty mm-hmm. cringy when she tries to get a promo. But Duke, I'm with you. And I did not even mention the Piper connection because that was how my, I think, love and admiration for Rhonda in the WWE sort of um, like she getting that stamp of approval from Piper always, you know, kind of made me gravitate towards her. And plus, I like I, I'm not quitting on her, like I said, but it is something to be said about like fans and, and the outcry. How we how they can make or break someone now and how they can get someone like canceled or whatever the hell you want to call it. Like they can get someone almost fired or like there's like an outcry. It was trending fire Rhonda before Raw tonight. <laughs> so it's like yeah. well, like these people will cheer will cheer Sammy to get him into like a big program and they will like boo Rhonda to get her. It's just weird. Wrestling fans, man. It's just it's or I guess just society in general. Like I would hate to see like I don't know. Like, do you hate someone that much to like hashtag fire Rhonda? Like, is she that like right. awful? You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of other yeah. shit in the world. Well, you, like, you guys, I mean, you guys talk about getting people fired all the time, though. To be fair, <laughs> in, in AEW or whatever, like get these guys out of the company all the time. I mean, you know, not it's just the, probably it's, not. Um, like for me though, it's more about like it's a business and you have to conduct it as a business. Mm-hmm. Firing Ronda Rousey isn't good for business, right? I don't know. I think I, I don't I think, think she generates she has, what you guys think she generates. You know, I, think I don't that think she, she, I think no. four years ago, I mm-hmm. think she was like a star, you know, and I think now she's super irrelevant everywhere except WWE forcing her down our throats. You know, I don't even believe that there are draws in the WWE anymore. Yeah, the yeah, WWE fair. is what sells is like, the draw. Yeah. And mm-hmm. WrestleMania is coming to Philly in two years. I'm going. I don't know what's on the card. <laughs> the WWE is selling, you know, right. but I do think that she has something about her that, you know, that makes me want to tune in. You know, mm-hmm. I just think that when I I don't ever want anybody to lose their job, that's not fair to say. Yeah. But um, I just feel like these these businesses like we talked about Marco Stunt in AEW, like, what are you bringing to the table, man? Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. we talked about the Dark Order, like, what are they doing? You know, right. like. It's I don't want these guys to lose lose their jobs, but like Tony Khan in this case has to, you know, it's a business, man. Like he has Mm -hmm. to conduct this as a business. It's not 
let's give all these guys jobs, you know, like what, what, what was hiring Keith Lee? What did that do for your bottom line, TK? They got the fucking uh, acclaimed over. <laughs> Ultimately, they were already over though. They didn't need. They not didn't necessarily need though. Not they weren't sure over they that. Were. Way. They weren't over that way until that few. I don't think Keith Lee would have made or break. <laughs> but that's yeah, what I, I said. I, Listen, I hear you, right? But yeah. Keith Lee costs a hell of a lot less than Ronda Rousey, and I think Ronda Rousey does the same shit as Keith Lee. Oh, you know yeah, what I mean? In sure, terms yeah. of an audience, you yeah. Know? The the like, draw thing doesn't exist in 2022, in my yeah. opinion. I think in AEW it does, because I mm-hmm. think CM Punk signing there definitely got more eyes on them. Mm-hmm. I know there were people that didn't watch wrestling for seven years that were like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get this pay per view because Punk's mm-hmm. back." You know? Yeah, yeah. There's the always guys that other conversation. Yeah, there's guys we don't all agree on, like Sammy Guevara. Like I tend to like him. I I like seeing him on TV. Whatever, whatever. I know you guys, Zern, even like they're like I'll just never get it. But I don't say you know I I might not be a fan of Adam Cole, but I'm not like fire him. I'm not gonna start a hashtag. Yeah. It's like I I don't that want anybody, dude, man. He I just think that's like a. Back. I know he might. Yeah. yeah, man. Like I just think it's a weird world when we're like hashtag it like because what did ronda really do to get fired like that's a weird sure. hashtag to start trending you know well all um, the cancel bullshit is nonsense everybody man, does sh- dumb shit everybody has done dumb shit and they're you know in their life like yeah i got news for you if social media existed 10 years ago you guys would fucking hate my guts too probably because <laughs> i would have said something dumb you yeah. know like <laughs> The part of being a human being is to evolve and learn from your bullshit mistakes, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think the fans will learn from their bullshit mistake of uh, judging Papa Triple H too soon because, man, tri- the Austin Theory thing in this next match, Austin Theory versus Seth Rollins versus Bobby Lashley, U.S. title online. And you're going to have a lot of comments out there that say, I'll never question Triple H again. I will never question him again after this decision because he took everything away from Austin Theory just to build him right back up. And they're just praising the king of kings, dare I say. What do you guys <laughs> think of uh, this match? Before we get into that, I kind of spoiled the finish there, but I'm sure you know everybody knows by now the winner. Um, let's talk about the match really quick, though, because this is my favorite match of the night. It's not saying mm-hmm. much, but it was my favorite match of the night. Um <laughs> Bobby Lashley in the red and yellow. That was cool. <laughs> um, that is that actually made John uh, choose Bobby Lashley to win. <laughs> yep. I took freaking and I lost a <laughs> goddamn steak dinner on it. <laughs> and our boy Zern took Austin Theory and he's probably eating steak as he listens to this. Well, Zern, Zern actually said before the match, if Austin Theory doesn't win, I'm leaving town. Oh, that's a, it was a loser. It was a loser leaves town match for him on for top Zern. of it. But if he wins, he gets a steak dinner. It was a close steak. He's getting steak. Uh, Seth Rollins does, does his thing in this match. And it's a weird thing with me and Seth Rollins because, like, I don't like him whenever he talks or anything like that. I usually don't like most of his feuds. But in that ring, he's top two in this roster. I'll just say it top two or three. I just think he brings it, man. Like he does bring it and he got this crowd into it. I think he's Mm -hmm. the reason this crowd kind of got back into this event. Um, what do you think of this match, Frank? It's, it's probably only match on the car that I'll say, like I liked, I guess, you know what I mean? Um, I, like you said, Seth Rollins is one is he's annoying as hell. He's (laughs) super cringy at times. 
but he's good you know like he is good like he has the goods his matches are usually reliable you know like even whether they're it's a scale of like all right to pretty good you know with some runs i think are very good even sometimes um depending on who he's with like with cody or whatever but uh yeah, I think he does his thing. I think Theory shined as well. You know, that's who I wanted to win the match, even though I haven't liked any of the shit they've been doing with him recently, and they've been burying him. Like you said, everybody's going to praise Triple H. Like, oh, it was this masterwork. I was like, well, you didn't have to bury him for a month. He was already right. in that position. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, But whatever. Um, I thought the match was cool. I thought the finish was interesting. You know what I mean? Like the way it like it played out and how Austin Theory got the pin. You know, um. I gave that match a three out of five. It's the highest rated match on okay. the card for me. Um, I thought it was I thought it was pretty good pace. I thought the crowd was into it for the most part. I thought Bobby Lashley did well. Rollins is the best guy in the ring. And like I said, I think Austin Theory came out of there looking. He looks tough too to me now with the mm-hmm. grizzled face and all that. So yeah, just, the beard, right? Yeah, the beard just yeah, like the helps. beard looks better on him. You know, so like I think and I, I fucking love it because all these like people on the internet who acted like that guy sucked, you know, like it's yeah. just like just you watch this match and they're all these same people or like you're, they're either super outraged because they do think he sucks, you know, and now he's the U.S. champ and beat Rollins and, and Lashley, but um, I think it like it showed like listen, this guy's not a fraud. He's gonna be around for a while. Get used to him. He can do cool stuff. Um, and he's young, you know what I mean. So he, like he's gonna he's gonna get better in theory. Um. No pun intended. And uh, yeah, like, I thought the, I thought the match was I thought on this card, this is the only match where I could like honestly go. That was fun. That was interesting. We talk about showing anybody like a finish or something like like a, a highlight of a card. So they're like maybe show these guys. Bobby Lashley even has some juice. You know, uh, it just it, it worked the best. It wasn't groundbreaking. It sounds like mm-hmm. it is because of how awful this card was overall. But it was my favorite match easily. Yeah. Duke, what did you think of this match? And what did you think of uh, Austin Theory's Tron video? I don't know if you noticed. It was just like oh, an my... ad for a toy. Did you see that, Frank? I didn't. I didn't it was that. Beyblade. Mm. It was like they put a commercial behind him instead of his uh, his entrance Oof. production. Uh, his Titan billion Tron. dollars. Do they still call it that? that? What do they call just, it? Just Tron. No more Titan. Oh, just Tron. No more Titan. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. We're getting all the Titan stuff out of here. Yeah, what do you think, my Duke? age here. I like the match. Um, I like all three of these dudes. I like Lashley for what he is. Um, I think we're all in the same boat with rounds. Frank probably likes him more than we do. Yeah. But like the cringe factor, like when he comes out wearing his wife's clothing, like the <laughs> annoying laugh, like he's brutal. Like that mm-hmm. character, I don't know what it is. It's burning it down, but then we're singing like it just nothing makes sense about the dude. <laughs> but when he gets in the ring, like he can go, you know, and uh, theory, I think it's corny that they made him just another. He's bland now. He's just mm-hmm. this tough villain, you know, he's like, an aggressive, uh, aggressive white guy because we don't yeah, have enough. Of I those. mean, yeah, we didn't have enough of those. So, uh, but no, I enjoyed the match a lot. I thought the, the um there were a few cool spots that i thought were cool and the ending i thought was really cool like it was yeah kind of you know original you know Mm -hmm. like which can't say that much in 2022 so i actually enjoyed this match a lot and it was cool too because um 
we all pick somebody, which was like, yeah, yeah. So you have stakes. it always makes it better. Yeah, like yeah. when you pick a guy in the rumble and like your guy does a little thing. So like, it was fun for me. So yeah, I gave it a three out of five. Um, yep. A three out of five overall. I thought the ending was nice. cool. I liked all the dudes involved. I think that Lashley, um, when given the right dance partners, like these guys can get something out of him. I think, you know, Rollins is good in the ring. Mm-hmm. Theory's good in the ring. Like Frank said, he's going to be around for a long time. He reminds me of Cena, man. Like mm-hmm. he's this like kind of, he's not great in the ring. He's kind of like, you know how Cena never looked like crisp. Yeah. Like that's a little the same unorthodox. thing that I get. Yeah. Like that's the same thing I get out of theory. He doesn't look very crisp. He kind of looks awkward, but, he looks like a million bucks, like Frank said. He looks tougher now. I would prefer him with like the gimmick, honestly. Like same. Because it's just or the same gimmick. old shit otherwise. Yeah. yeah, yeah like yeah. um but I did enjoy the match. So three point five overall. How about you, John Boy? Nice. That's both of you guys. Uh Frank, what were you? Three out of five? Three out of five, yep. Okay, three five, three point five out of five. So for me, uh Duke, you mentioned the finish was super cool. I thought it was Mine original. Was a three point three out of five, not three point three. Three out, three out of five. five. My bad. Yes. So you're both three, three out, out of five. five pizzas. Nice. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. The finish was I'm, super I'm cool. Doing the pizza scale. <laughs> I like it. And uh, that frog splash when Rollins came like out of the screen oh, yeah, yeah, to break yeah, up yeah. a yeah. thing. Yeah. That, that was, was cool. very cool. Second um, best and... frog splash in the company. Behind okay. who? Montez? You know it. Oh, I hate that frog splash, dude. <laughs> I can't stand Yo, it. No, I'm going to tell you He's both. from something. the heavens, bro. Yeah. Logan Paul's frog splash. Get out of here, John. Stop it. It wasn't it is bad. good. It's it was not, a pretty good, good frog splash. I agree. Um, listen, uh, I just got done saying, I think. Because recently, as like, we said, Logan Paul is athletic. Is athletic. <laughs> yes, yes. I don't love three ways. We just talked about this recently. I said, if I never yeah, see one again, I'm good. But for, for a three-way, like this was very enjoyable. Like the finish was cool. Like we said, that spot when he when Rollins came off the top out of nowhere. I think overall, um, the crowd crowds can make or break a show or a match. Mm-hmm. And the crowd was finally into a fucking match on this show. Yeah. <laughs> and I was actually surprised, surprised into the match, you know, like if it really does help enhance. Yeah. And um, sure. I think this helped this oh, yeah. match because it was good, but it also got better because the crowd was into it. Thanks to Rollins mm-hmm. and all these guys working hard. The, the double uh, full Nelson or Hurt Lock by uh, yeah. Lashley when he got both yep. guys in the move. That was kind of cool. Yep. Yeah, there were some cool um, spots. I gave it a 3.8 out of 10 still, you know, that's, that's the best I could do with this type of stuff. But one thing I want to harp on really quick is this retroactive genius bullshit narrative that the people are trying to push for triple H, like that this was a master plan. And look, you can say that if you want, you broke them down to build them up, but we talked about it. Frank, you touched on it. Like there's no logic to a man. We all talked about it, throwing away a money in the bank briefcase for a mid card title when he could have challenged in an open challenge that <laughs> night. Mm-hmm. We already like, we already went through the logic of that. So they can say it was genius and they'll never question triple H again, but you're idiots. You should yeah. question someone who's like, there's a flaw in the logic and it's just now they made theory, another guy. And I, I'm in on theory. I like, I like them, but did we need to, like you said, Frank, did we need to bury him for the last month? Like, wouldn't this win have meant more if he's just been on an upward trend? Yeah. You know, recap, like this is a big match, a big win. Now, I guess it, I guess this was like an underdog win. I guess this was a, 
uh, like a, a surprise and upset, mm-hmm. I, I guess. I mean, weird. Yeah, booking. I guess so. Yeah. You know, but that's that. Um, And rant the main event. We got to talk about the main event. <laughs> so the bloodline, once again, was the heat here in this feud for you guys before we get into the match, the bloodline versus the, the brawling brutes. Great name. Seamus, Butch, and Ridge Holland, who at mm, one point Michael was... Cole said emphatically, Ridge is 6'1, 235, <laughs> or something like that. It's like saying 6'1, uh, yeah, 245. Yep. It's like saying B. Brian Blair, six foot 220. Like it doesn't mean shit yep. with this guy. Yep. So anyway, Ridge Holland, <laughs> Butch, Seamus, along with um, along with help me Drew out. Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre and that everybody's favorite Kevin by God Woo. Owens wearing Dusty Rhodes uh, shirt and his uh, what kind of sneakers were they do? Uh, they were some sort of Nike running shoes. <laughs> Just a running shoe. He was pretty on point with the outfit besides the cowboy boots. So go for him. <laughs> and then uh, the blood the same body type for sure. So what was the deal with the uh, the heat for you guys? Did you feel the intensity in this feud? Did you feel this is the way to finish this feud, this blood feud? Yeah. Um, about the feud, I don't know. You know what I mean? Because, like, who – do are people into that feud with, like, the brawling brutes and stuff like that? Like, to, to me, this match was all about the same shit all the shows have been about for the last several months. It's the bloodline and Sami Zayn. You know what I mean? SmackDown like, or Raw, Survivor Series, yeah. all interchangeable for you. Yeah, yeah. It's just like that. Uh, that whole other team was just a team. Uh, besides Kevin Owens, right? Because Kevin Owens had the story and like in the involvement with the Bloodline. But other than that, like I didn't feel heat for the matchup. Like it didn't. It, all this seemed was that like Kevin Owens is on that team. We got to sort him out. You know what I mean? Like, and everybody else was just there to fill up a you know the match raw spots. Um, I thought it was, I thought it was mostly fine. I gave the match a 2.5 out of five and that's, and that's strictly on storyline progression. You know what I mean? Strictly story, not the wrestling. Now, even though there was some, you know, there was moments here and there from Owens and, uh, even Sami Zayn, you know, like Sami Zayn, when he turns on Owens, you know, like those little spots were cool. Um, but it was strictly story getting Sami to that next level as much as you guys, don't want to admit it. He's he's that's Cody's spot. He's taking it, you know. And mm, it's like mm, mm, mm. I don't know, man. But like, but story wise, it got it, it's getting us to where they're trying to take us, um, whether we like it or not. So like, that's why I give it a positive grade. The crowd seemed to be into all of that shit. They love Sammy when he turns on Owens. I guess it was dramatic. Sammy's doing, you know, he's doing his best you know, acting performance that convinces us that, you know, he's conflicted with a Kevin Owens and Roman's there trying to be too intimidating. I don't know, man. Like, I didn't, like, love the match, but I have to give them credit for advancing their story in, I guess, the right way, you know, for what they're building. Um, mm-hmm. There was a lot well, of drama. It was, it was the main event of yeah. the show. One of the big four. I know that's not the case anymore, but this is yeah. the main event, and we're using it as a 12. vehicle. Big 12. Yeah. And we're using it as a vehicle to just kind of keep a story 
going with another twist, just like a SmackDown mm -hmm. or Raw could actually accomplish. But we're using mm -hmm. our main event of one of our big shows to do that. So I see what you're saying on the um, the grading scale. But before we get to like our official grades and all that, let's go through the match real quick because it was Butch and Jay Uso starting it out. And I just noticed once again a dead crowd. Like yeah. this 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 format isn't kind to the no for sure wrestlers to the superstars uh because there's no heat for this supposed blood feud and you can't manufacture heat this is proof once again the ending story i don't believe has anything to do with heat i think it has to do more with the crowd's um desire to interact like they want to be yeah. a part of the show you know what i'm saying Maybe. um but uh at one point i felt like this is like mirroring a WWE video game. Like I'm watching, they got these different camera angles where they're looking downwards. Like it's like the bird's eye view. And all I'm looking at, like all these toys, all these weapons around the range, just looks like a video game, man. Like I was just <laughs> so out on it. The crowd was fast asleep. Duke, what did you think of this match? And while you're at it, what do you think of Sheamus in 2022 main <laughs> eventing these shows? It's an all time. That's an all time. Great right there, man. Look at his resume. He's a first bout hall of famer. Before I get into the match, though, the Sami Zayn, uh, Roman Reigns interview backstage. I don't know mm -hmm. if you guys saw that. Mm -hmm. For all the shit that I give these guys for their horrible acting and cringeworthy dialogue, I actually mm -hmm. thought that was pretty damn good with Agreed. Sammy and Roman. And of Agreed. course, the wise man in the background, like Paulie, yeah, man, yeah. like just he's just sitting there looking at these guys and he's like adding to mm -hmm. the intrigue of this storyline and i think it's funny frank because i feel like i'm just recycling everything that you say because we're pretty on point with this card like everything that frank says i tend to agree with so like that part like that little interview i thought was really good you know, mm -hmm. for all the shit that I give these guys for not acting and stuff. And to Sammy's credit too, him like selling that, like showing emotion, et cetera. And then at the start of the match, you know, we had the on SmackDown, they had the advantage match with Drew and Sheamus beating the Usos. I'm mm -hmm. sorry. Yeah. To get yeah. the advantage, which is weird because usually in these war games matches, it's the villains that have the advantage. But once again, Let's protect Roman. Let's have him come in last. And to their credit, man, good for them. Like, yeah. they're treating this dude as he's, like, the ultimate star in the history of wrestling. So, like, if that's what you're doing, you did the right thing, you know? Except when Logan Paul takes him to the limit. That's not saying yeah. much about Well, your... John, you just, you're an old man. Go watch Hogan and Andre. And Bruno San Martino doesn't mean <laughs> yeah. anything to wrestling. So, just got it, forget got it. it, got it. My bad. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know how far you want to get into the match, but I'll say that just in the beginning of the match, I thought that was interesting. You know, usually the good guys are at the disadvantage, but in this case, it was Roman coming in to, you know, eventually come in and kind of clear house. I'm glad you brought up the backstage thing because it was really well done. I'm all in on the bloodline thing most for the most of it. I've been saying mm -hmm. that even like – what I'm noticing is, and we'll get to it at the end, is that this story is actually kind of up my alley. I kind of like the story. It's the guys involved in the story that I don't yeah. care for. And that's mm -hmm. where I think the disconnect is for me because I'm not a fan of Sami Zayn or Kevin Owens. I'm definitely not a fan of Kevin Owens, but the Sami thing even. But the the um, execution on the, the backstage stuff and the way they delivered the ending sort of uh, turn, if you will, 
or at least showing your loyalty, I guess we'll say it with Sammy. Like, it's all good. I just don't care about the guys in it, you know, mm -hmm. those two guys specifically, because these are two guys. I'm sorry, we'll talk about it, but like one wrestles in sweatpants. I'm mm -hmm. watching with a casual, they're asking the same thing. Why is this? <laughs> and then they don't know shit about wrestling. Kevin Owens, it's usually basketball shorts. Tonight it was the Dusty special um, with the jeans, but he, he had the tennis shoes. These guys are involved in your main event feud. And you're taken away from like the Roman Reigns thing. It's just to me, it feels like it's it's a what I just call a distraction to the important stuff. So um, there was a, sl a slap fight in the middle of this match that KO and Roman got in the middle of that apparently uh, Roman wasn't too happy about. Uh, it turns out like KO might have smacked his eardrum or something. And mm -hmm. oh geez, so now once again, I don't want anybody to get fired. But what I would like is maybe Roman puts a little word into the to the wise man. Wise man talks to Papa H. And maybe KO goes back down to NXT. Live your life out in NXT, KO. Just just <laughs> go down there. Sell your T-shirts. But there was that. There was also stereo clubs to the chest in the middle of the ring. I don't know if oh, you guys saw that. Like yeah. <laughs> everybody, <laughs> five of them at a time. Um, but yeah, I, look, and also I'm not all about blood in matches we we like AEW obviously isn't shy about having blood in their bit this is one maybe it would have enhanced it right this is yeah. war games this yeah is, it's war games this is bloodline you know yeah it's war games the, the, the yeah, most I mean, blood it's... on the pay-per-view was in bobby lashley's forehead from in that mm -hmm. match you know what i mean like, yeah this is war two, games yeah, like this is the culmination matches. of a big two-week feud mm -hmm. <laughs> you know like sure, let's get sure, some sure. color going yeah and once again, dude, a crowd can help make or break a match. And you will not tell me watching this match that the fans were all about this whole thing from the start because they weren't. It wasn't until the Sammy stopped yeah. the count, right? Because KO was uh, pinning Roman mm -hmm. Reigns. Sammy stopped the count by holding the referee's arm. And that that Sammy must be super strong because that ref could not bring that arm down for that three. <laughs> he held the arm for like three minutes and he just couldn't get the arm down. Yeah. But that's when Sammy's the crowd got into power lifters. So I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> there were Sammy Uso chants that started. Finally, the crowd's awake. Sammy low blowed KO. Sammy <laughs> proved himself to the tribal chief and to the bloodline. The big pinfall happened. The bloodline wins uh, as if there was no doubt. And I'm cool with the result. I like I said, I'm cool with the story they're trying to tell. Even the guys involved from the guys in the in the brawling brutes. You got you guys made the comments. I think it's Duke it was you or Zern that if this match is going to happen, like if it's your main event, why include these lower end talents on the opposite side mm -hmm. of the bloodline? Like why, you know, why these guys? I mean, maybe you can't answer, but are I you are you know. asking us? I mean, sort of. I'm just shouting at the Lord, the gods above. Why? Why these well, guys against the you? Line? Mentioned it earlier. This is uh, this is Trips. You know, Mister One Trick Pony, like Frank said, his NXT guy, I'm Pete actually, Dunn. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm actually, Butch. Yeah, yeah, Butch. I'm actually and, glad you asked that because you know one of the big criticisms of like AEW's booking is oftentimes like guys aren't on the show you know what i mean like the cool guys aren't involved mm -hmm. in the big show or whatever like a cool and i'm like looking at this like roster or like this card and you go where's where's gunther at where's johnny gargano at you know what i mean where's, where's my boy carrie and cross at? Carrie yeah cross, where's carrie yeah. k where's bray at even braun where's braun Strowman? isn't he a big deal on your show you know la I mean? night like, like ricochet's having a little bit of a moment la night la night, night. you know bray I mean? wyatt like, 
you know, even yeah. Riddle. I don't know if Riddle's injured in anything in story nah, yeah. purposes. You know, be like, nah, where are all these guys? With the you know what I mean? Like these, you they have all these guys that like are supposed to be big deals for you, or guys that you're trying to establish. Like, is Hit Row still a thing? What about Santos Escobar <laughs> oh, no, and no. his squad? Are they doing anything? Are they relevant? Well, he's about to win he's the world. About to win Cup. The, yeah, he's going to win the World Cup, but he's I not hear going you, to win. I want him to win, but he's not going to. Okay. Oh, you right. think Ricochet is going to win? John, do you think Santos Escobar is going to fight Gunther? <laughs> They're both uh, bad guys. But like true, either true, way, true. right? Like it's yeah. sort of like where are these guys at? Like none of these guys would help this car. Instead, we get Ridge Holland. You know what I mean? Like in Sheamus and your main. He's event. a giant like, though, bro. I don't know yeah, if you heard the know, stats man. on him. Look, yeah, the argument know, will be like... the argument will be against what we're both saying right now. What we're all saying is okay. Go back to '87, right? You had a rookie Bam Bam Bigelow in there. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck was he? You had, uh, mm-hmm. you know, an aging Don Morocco over there. Who there was like maybe going to be people that will push back at us saying like, oh, in this Survivor Series in 1990, blah blah blah. You had the Killer Bees near a main event. We get it, but this is. 2022 and you can actually shape your card around your talent you're trying to push right you're not yeah. like you 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 could include um maybe bigger names but Seamus I guess in Triple H's eyes is still a huge is name the, right yeah he's the go as far as Triple H is concerned I'm sure <laughs> it's wild man and I guess Kevin Owens everybody loves KO so hey man who, I'm telling you, being friends with fucking trips goes a long way like look at these shows and look at the people he's bringing back and look at uh, it's like if you're, if you're his buddy tony khan gets ripped for being buddies with these guys you know what i mean mm-hmm. tony khan's a, a a mark promoter sammy you know g I mean? sammy yeah. guevara yeah dude and it's sort of like you look at triple h it's like if you lift a few weights with triple h you're going in the hall of fame well so, we so know kevin like, well, we know hold kevin on. owens, kevin doesn't, owens lift certainly doesn't lift weights <laughs> yeah, exactly so yeah, what yeah. what is the uh what's the deal there frank He's a he's a grill master. That's why Triple H keeps him around. He likes to he hooks up. Ah, he cooks a good you know steak, I mean? does he? Well, you're you know, right though. Just... The click the click has expanded, shall mm-hmm. we say? Right? Yeah, I don't know. The click man. runs it's deep. Like, it's like I just want that same energy, right? When TK's a mark, you know, a, a, <clears throat> a mark for his buddies and all that, and he wants to be friends with anybody, keep that same energy when we're watching fucking Sheamus in 2022. <laughs> main event survivor series you know? and like he was the featured baby face too yeah. in this match like yeah, i yeah. thought it was gonna be not KO, true but it or drew what drew mcintyre yeah yeah, yeah yeah no but i thought it was gonna be ko because he was like the final guy but i think a couple dudes got their chance with roman in this match but like sheamus was like he was the last dude in you know like he was like the featured mm-hmm. man of, of that team real quick it sounds you know John definitely hated this match. I actually <laughs> didn't hate this match. Um, mm. Once again, War Games, take that out of it. Like, if yeah. it's just an elimination match, I would have enjoyed it more. Yeah. I also would have dug if Roman wore red like the rest of the squad because I <laughs> thought that was cool. <laughs> but, like, my biggest thing in wrestling, we talked about it earlier and feeling things and storytelling, this match told a story, man. Mm-hmm. It did. And, like, by the end, you know, when Sammy stopped the count and then he's looking at KO and he low blows him and mm-hmm. then Jay comes off with the big Samoan splash and then they embrace at the end. Like, I thought that was really cool. Honestly, I did. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not a big fan of these guys in the match, but when I sit here and complain every week about there's no storytelling in pro wrestling, they gave me a good story at yeah. Survivor Series. And like, I, I ended up enjoying the match. I did. 
what but would you rate it, Duke? I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, I put it at a 3.25 out of 5. Oh, so your highest rated of the night. Yes. Okay, wow. Yep. Because, like, I thought that the the U.S. three-way was a better entertaining, right, mm-hmm. like, match. But mm-hmm. this, the story in it, yeah. and I hate to exactly say what you said, Frank, but I completely agree with you. Like, they told the story. And, yeah. like, you know, you didn't know which way it went. Maybe Sammy was going to die in that ring tonight. Maybe the mm-hmm. bloodline were going to lock him in and take his ass out. But it went the other way. And, like, the embrace with Jay was cool. Like, I liked it, man. I did. I ended up liking the match, so. Well, there's a thing about what I said earlier was um, I can appreciate the story, but mm-hmm. if I don't care about the talent involved, sure. yep, that's then fair. it's yeah. going to take away. Like, there, there's, uh, like, the usual suspects. Everybody crowns that movie. They loves it. They loved it. Mm-hmm. I don't really like a lot of the people in that movie. Like, a lot of the mm-hmm. actors I don't vibe with. I didn't love a lot of the performances. Cool story don't care about the people in it and that's what i'm saying here is like sammy zane's um whether he's a liability is he gonna get killed it's a great it's a great story i just don't care about mm-hmm. him and i don't care sure, about kevin that's Owens. completely fair yep and that's where i stand with a 2.3 and like i 10. didn't care about them fighting these guys these brutes whatever they're called i mm-hmm. just thought that at the end of the match that story you know, with him turning on his best friend slash brother, whatever. Like, I thought that was cool. I did like and the embrace and stuff. And Sammy, to his credit, like, like I said, I trash these guys when they can't act. I think he can. Like, he looked emotional after the match, yeah. you know, to his yeah. credit. So, like, he's I a can't much better here. actor than a lot of these guys. I yeah. And like, that. I can't yeah. complain about storytelling. And then when they give it to me, shit on it. So that's why no, I agree. But it you can the way but you I can did. still. Yeah, no, that's fair. You could still be um, not satisfied, you know, like sure. you can love sure. the, uh, the sure. effort. To tell it's a story. not what I yeah, it's not the main event that I want. Of course. not. Right. But like, again, going into this, it is what it is. <laughs> I was just going to try to enjoy this for what it is. You know, mm-hmm. it's funny because this week on Dynamite, I think it was somebody just somebody had a sign up that said, just enjoy wrestling. Yeah. yeah. Did you notice that? Yeah. And I was just, I really wanted to try to just take this for what it is Mm -hmm. and enjoy it. And like Mm -hmm. for what it is, I did. Yeah. Well, I gave it a 2.3 out of 10 for the main event. I thought it was, we're talking about a main event of a big show. And we're talking about, like I said, 90% of the time the crowd was dead and I don't care about the people involved in the story. Need I say more? 2.3 out of 10. I just think, um, Sammy, that whole thing, mm-hmm. Sammy representing the member of the audience that could step in there and do the same, you know, do the same thing a fan could do, all that stuff. I didn't like Hillbilly Jim. I didn't care about mankind when they gave you that vibe of like him being an everyday guy or I just that regular looking guy like that James Ellsworth. Like, I don't care about that Oof. in my wrestling. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I want these guys to be I want Roman to be involved in stuff that where he's he's got an equal. So far, he's got he's had Logan Paul the last time. Now mm-hmm. he's got Sammy Zayn and Kevin Owens, who I look at as not his equal. You know, like mm-hmm. it's just if they, we're going into mania, you know, and I don't know what they're they're looking at to do with these guys. And that's fine. But um. What do you guys think? Even guys like Eugene, remember, like Santino, mm-hmm. Disco Inferno, putting himself in the Wolf Pack, all this bullshit. Like, 
I don't want any of that in my main events, man. It's just a distraction. So oh, definitely, the bloodline's cool as shit. I just think the Sami Zayn thing ruins it. But I'm I know I'm in the minority. Yeah. What do you guys think? Where are we going? First of all, what'd you rate the show? Uh, overall, I rated the show. I always I do the five stars for like the matches, but then I go out of ten for the overall rating, and I gave it a three point five out of ten. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I like it. Um. I went 2.1 out of 10, and that's an average of my of all of the matches. Just mm-hmm. divide them up, average it out to 2.1. I could take away even more points because of what the series used to represent, the Survivor Series itself. And I do stand by. This is artificial trash, and it's the worst Survivor Series of all time. I'll say it. Ooh. That's my opinion. Um, but that's good business one. is good business, right? Stock's up. They had the best quarter ever, so I don't know shit. And um, that's that. Duke, what'd you have it rated? I have it at a nice average rating of 2.5 out of 5. Okay. okay. So an average show for you. Yeah, it's an average show. I never need to revisit it. You know, I just thought that that main event, they they at least told their story, which I appreciate. And my yeah. my overall would have been closer to Duke's probably if that Ronda Rousey didn't stink out the joint for me. You know how like when you were in school and like you could ace all your tests, but then you got a zero that you got a goose oh, egg yeah. and up your whole grade. That's how yeah. to, that's kind of what happened with this one for me. It was sort of like messed up your average closer to five. But that, <laughs> that shit sucks so bad. You're a three point five. Yeah. I can't even give you a yeah. four because that was my lowest rated match though. The Shotzi, uh, yeah, Rousey. Mm-hmm. I'm just I like Ronda and I like Shotzi, so I think it went up a yeah. little bit for me and i think the the high standards i don't think there's anything wrong with it i think especially with wwe i'm always going to hold it to high standards because it's why i fell in love with wrestling and it's why mm-hmm. I, I mean i still I'll hold out hope i'm hyped for the rumble and and i'll be disappointed with that too i'm sure but like 100 we're gonna keep watching it's just we're gonna yeah. keep it real too right and mm-hmm. what do you guys think um real quick before we get out of here, what do you guys think if you could put on your Booker's hat, your John Patrick Jr. Booker cap, because he knows everything <laughs> before it happens? What do you guys think is going to happen with Mania? Um, where do you think they're going with, like, if you had to guess, where do you think we end up with, like, a main event and, like, overall with this bloodline thing, Sammy, KO, Roman? All I that. think Sammy's winning the strap. I don't know if he's winning both of them, but I think Sammy's That's winning crazy. the strap. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean, dude, this is the biggest actual story they've had in quite a while. You know what I mean? Like, if you think about, like, and, like, how what, emotional Daniel Bryan? people are. Yeah, maybe, you know? Like, maybe since then, you know? And it's, like, the people, he they love everything Sammy does. Like, mm-hmm. love it. He's getting great reactions. People are emotional about the shit with the, the bloodline and all that. I just think if you're, you know, I guess it's smart money to book that as their main event of mania you know what i mean like if they can't get the rock which we know like they want you know like if that's not feasible and they can't squeeze the rock in because like they'll they'll do that over anybody but i think this sammy it's gonna is roman's gonna take that belt to sammy he's gonna have his his moment i think so this was no different than like the kofi mania sort of thing yeah right rinse repeat we just but I think a it's a better guy. story, and I don't even like this story. Mm-hmm. But I do think it's a better story than Kofi. Kofi, it, is. it just it's Kofi just they just got behind him. It felt like more than anything, you know what I mean? Yeah. For whatever reason, yeah. but this mm-hmm. I do think there's there's layers to the story, you know. So I don't know. What do you I'm think, Frank? Do you Frank, like do you, Frank real quick though, Frank? Do you not like the story or like John? Do you not like 
who's involved in the story. I, it's who's involved, I think, more yeah. than the story. Because I think it's, you know, it's kind of a classic tale. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Of you know, a guy trying to fit in, whatever. It's 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 cool enough, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not into Sami Zayn. I'm not into Kevin Owens. You know, I never mm-hmm. liked the Usos even. You know, yeah. I could get, I could deal with Roman being the champion. But even that, maybe a couple of years ago, seemed like a crazy idea. You mm-hmm. know, but like I could get, all right, he's this dominant champion, whatever. But I just don't like the participants. Yeah, so it's just like it, it makes me not care as much. And we're Ring of Honor guy. Me and Duke would see these guys every yeah. week. You know what I mean? So it's not but- like. We're like we never liked those guys. Yeah, we never so. did. Yeah, we never did. So we you still know. don't. Yeah, I dude, actually dude, where's this I don't going? Hate, I don't hate Sammy. Mm-hmm. I liked Sammy in Me NXT. Neither. I I thought it was cool, like mm-hmm. that he took the mask off and like you know he had some bangers in NXT. Honestly, no, but um, this version of Sammy. Yeah, I mean, I just want wrestlers to look like wrestlers. Mm-hmm. And he you know, did that's before. All. He really did. He yeah, he, he did. Like but listen, man, I can't. I can't hate on the dude for getting over and, you know, like, bro, he entertained us in a bullshit WrestleMania match last year that had no business to be entertaining. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, that shit was entertaining. Like, I thought it was going to be brutal and it wasn't. And like, that was because of Sammy. So like, that's not what I want to happen, but I'm never going to hate on somebody for being successful. And if he goes into WrestleMania and he's the one that they think should end this you know, epic ass streak. Like, good for him, man. Good for wow. good for Sami wow. Zayn. It's not. It's wow. not what I. I mean, if you want me to tell you what I would like, I think no. I'd tell me what you this. think. Yeah, like what you your Booker's cap. What do you think is? Yeah, going I really do think that's the direction that we're going in. Hmm. I mean, it's it's still a long four months is a long time in wrestling, man. It's true. Like a lot could happen. Maybe he gets his shot at the Rumble and loses do it, you know yeah. i mean four oh. months is a long time in this this era of wrestling yeah i think i made a comment to you and mike uh that i thought maybe ko and sammy would go against the usos for the tag titles at mania because i was thinking maybe sammy was gonna go back with ko maybe that can still happen between now and mania like because they are mm-hmm. baby faces i think everybody wants to see them together but then mm-hmm. i started to think maybe we get the ko over sammy explosion at mania on on the grand stage, maybe Triple H is yeah. giving them this moment to show your you know show your shit, guys. The big epic end to your long rivalry and friendship. Maybe we're gonna. I get will a say this Sammy. though, Frank mentioned The Rock. I would take Sami Zayn over Roman Reigns over The Rock. Roman Reigns a mm-hmm. million times over. I'd rather see that than The Rock and Roman Reigns. I don't know, man. I, I just maybe feel we like... go maybe we go in a totally different direction, and Sammy gets a belt off Roman and, and main event of WrestleMania is Roman and uh I mean it's Sammy versus mm. Kevin Owens and then Roman oh, and, the Ro- and Roman and the Rock for the other sh- oh, or the other belt. God, oh my goodness. <laughs> God, I don't know how we'll get to that point, but hey, that's two big matches for the fans. <laughs> right. Oh, two exactly. big ones for the fans. The thing is you gotta know your um your brand. And I know like business is business, but there was a time when Doink was over. Like the crowd actually loved this guy. And you don't just take the guy because he's Uber over and just put him in the main event. Like, that's not how always it has to go. You know, like you can actually maybe have a nice high profile match with Sami Zayn. Like, please do not put him in the main event for the world title. Like, please don't do it. Like maybe versus KO. If you want to have that match to end, like, that's Mm -hmm. fine. 
or tag they match. Two main events. They need two main events for right. Oh, you're right. Oh, you're that's right. true. Yeah. Well, you got to have a women's one yep. the first night, I think. Um, I they didn't maybe, last uh, maybe year. Maybe not. Didn't they? Did they not? It was Austin and old Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens is already main event in Mania, so by keep him ban- keep him in it. You're right. Yikes. You're right. Mr. So WrestleMania. Maybe you're your, right. Um, maybe. Real quick, your Doink reference um, actually reminded me of something. I just wanted to remind everyone that Brett the Hitman Hart is the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be because this was gonna be the first show where we didn't mention him. <laughs> and I'm not going to allow that to happen. So I'll let you yeah. proceed now. Just putting in the Brett reference. I just wanted to remind people. No, <laughs> we should always remind him. Brett Hart uh, with FTR. Uh, Ricky Steamboat had his final sendoff match this past weekend. FTR yes, was did. there. The Hitman yeah. was there. Did Frank? Did you see any of that? I didn't see any of that. No. Yeah, I was, in, gonna the desert. I was in the desert though, so I didn't. I was on out of the loop. No, that's fair. Did you but did you carry a Harley Davidson on your back out of the <laughs> yeah, desert? <yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> Two days later, he emerged. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll see as it gets into the rumble. Are you guys hyped for the rumble, or are you just like no, lowering your expectations? Listen, I'll get hyped. I'll get hyped when it comes Mumble Rumble week. You know what yeah. I mean? And I'm watching all these old rumbles. Mumble Rumble. That, that, what that rumble movie. are you gonna watch? Like uh, 2017 or so? Yeah, some of the old classics. Yo, you used to be able to announce to name them all, right? You used to be able to name all the winners. Oh, yeah. I watched the class. I watched 92. I watched what, which was that 2002? Is that Triple H when Triple H comes back? Or is that just perfect? Yeah, yeah. 2002. Yeah, yeah, I watched 2002. I watched the perfect Kurt Angle in there. Yeah. Mm I don't know. Yeah, there's not many that I, like I love. Oh one, oh one is low key good with Kane at the end with Austin. Okay, like when yeah, he has at the true. chair to that get is, him out. That's a good rumble. The end yeah. was just whack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Two thousand exactly. was trash. No, yeah, two thousand was. Where, so where do you stop remembering the winners, Frank? Oh man, it's probably when that. Do you remember when that box set came out? That, you know that mm-hmm. oh yeah the yeah, yeah. Or whatever all of those i probably would like at that time I, now i don't even remember who won so like 2005 then, you remember who won probably no not off the top not anymore because i was there I, I know that was cena then it gets yeah. shaky for me it gets shaky for i me think after for me it's probably 2003 that i probably stopped remembering lesnar yeah lesnar mm-hmm. yeah Benoit 04, yep. Cena 05. And oh, then it that, gets he was after Lesnar. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I could probably do 05 then. And then there's Taker somewhere in there, like 07. But yeah, yeah well, I, that I one actually by like then, that. I'm probably out. Yeah, I like that Rumble. That's you what Sean and him at the end, right? Um, did you know yeah. The Undertaker never won a Rumble besides that one? Hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a Shout out the Zern. <laughs> yeah. And then... um. Yeah, we'll have to talk about the Rumble as we get into it. That's the next big event for uh for WWE. Do they have Do a they December have pay-per-view one in December? or a uh, special event, premium live event? Because I uh, swear they took it away, I think. Trips took it away. Um, when is Elimination Chamber? Is that before Mania? Is that like between the Rumble? Yeah. And Mania? Okay. Yep. It, it I mean, historically, yes, but who knows now? Yeah. It know. used to be it used to be uh like a December thing, but it looks like um actually this was it. Guys, I'm looking okay. at the schedule for 2022. So this is the last premium live event. Next time we talk WWE for you know premium live events, it's going to be the Royal Rumble. And I'll get my hopes up again. I'll treat it with all the tradition of the past Rumbles. And mm-hmm. we'll see how that one turns out. Because this Survivor Series, 
major, major, major letdown for me. And maybe uh, I set myself up for disappointment, but I'm glad you guys can grade on a curve. Listen, there's nothing wrong with having standards. Like, of course, like I commend you for it. I'm just trying to not be a grump all the time (laughs) and shit on this stuff that everybody likes, you know? So it's Mm -hmm. just, it is what it is now, you know? I'm never going to put these shows at like this high level and recommend them, you know, but for 2022 wrestling, this is what I got. So Mm -hmm. that's it. And that's what it is. I'm going to go watch Hogan versus Andre for the hundredth time. I don't know (laughs) what you guys are going to do, but they don't matter. Bruno San Martino doesn't even matter to the wrestling business, bro. Yep. That was another comment. Bruno and Hogan don't matter. What do they have to do with the current day? I was told so. You know, mm. these guys, man, I'm convinced there's every fan of every genre of everything in this world has their, you know, collection of fans that are just, um, how do I say it nicely? Maybe <laughs> mental, mentally uh, warped, but wrestling fan, wrestling fans, sometimes, man, I just don't know. What do you guys got to say as we get out of here on the Survivor Series? Anything? Glad, glad it's over. <laughs> on to the next one. <laughs> Wow. That's right. not very oozy, Frank. <laughs> yeah, all that, and you're still not oozy after no, all man. that. Duke, what do you got to say on this as we get out of here? I have to say that um I enjoyed it more than I thought I would, honestly. Like oh, wow. once again, going in with just no expectations, like knowing that it wasn't going to be good. I did enjoy the story that they told in the main event. So look at the positive side of it. That's the positive side of it for me. Wow. All right. Well, I will say for the East-West Connection, we're going to get out of here. This has been No Soul, the weekly wrap. We'll talk to you next week. We'll be all about AEW. We're going to get back into some of that. We'll catch you then. Peace out. Until next time.